afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy music podcast for all things new and classic. Joining me as producer today is Pat Francis. My name is Mike Siegel. How are you, Pat? Uh, it was the worst. Uh, <laughs> it was the worst I thought it was pretty smooth. It wasn't smooth at all. It wasn't smooth? No. Come no. on. No. What's I weird listen is, every week and I'm on the show half the time. What's weird or is Mike, the Mike actually listens to the show. And yet he doesn't. Uh, do you start the show like ten seconds in, so you don't have to hear that? That <laughs> I fast forward you, and uh, and then you go and right, Kyle, and then I go right to me. What if you only listen to the song clips? You didn't listen to any of the banter. <laughs> Just fast. Okay, forward. you do it. Uh, what did I miss there? Well, it's uh, hey, welcome to Rock Solid. I started with hey, hey. Like I'm oh, Hank, I'm sorry, Hank I Kingsley. Well, you should have said hey, welcome to Rock Solid. Uh, hey now, now I forgot it. Hey, yeah, welcome to Rock Solid. You're a comedy podcast. For all things music, both new and classic, I'm Pat Francis, and joining me as producer today is Pat Francis. Ah. So anyway, uh, we're going to bring our guest in in a minute. But Give them the reason of why I'm uh, opening the show and not you. The reason you're opening the show is because I'm sitting in the producer's chair today. I'm working the knobs. I'm going to be playing the music. I've got to be honest with you. I'm already not enjoying it because it's, <laughs> it's a lot of work here. It's, uh, I, so look... Uh, now would be this week would not be the week to write your iTunes review because I'm going to be <laughs> I'm going to be these cues are going to be all over the place the levels are going to be all over the place and now I got to give that I got to give that kid Kyle Dotson credit you got new this, respect for Kyle Dotson, this seems you? like a lot of work right now is what it doesn't <laughs> seem like I'm going to have any fun uh, except hanging out with you and my guest well or our what guest is, what I'm is, sorry yeah, it's is, not my guest it's your guest now hanging that we're uh, talking about my guest uh, yeah. explain to the people why you took this show to All take right. off and, and here's the, the producer my skin color is pale <laughs> oh my god I know and we're doing a show today we're doing uh, we're doing a funk show you know that already. You've read the description. It's funk. <laughs> We're gonna fun, you know, funk, funk you. Don't fear funk the off, funk. Don't fear the funk. Pat. Funk okay. it up. And so, uh, my guest today is uh, is. Uh, you mean my guest? My guest is the. Well, why don't you introduce our comedian, writer, um, Ohio native? What did I miss? Uh, I I don't know. I actor. I'm, I'm speechless. Actor. Yeah. There you go. Father. Yes, definitely father. <laughs> Husband, um, an all-around good guy. Please welcome Ted Lyde, ladies and gentlemen. I Ted clap because I don't know what else to do in this producer Hi, chair. I'm Ted Lyde. Now, Ted, Ted, we've known Ted for over 20 years. Uh, absolutely. And Ted... Uh, Our old comedy days back in the Midwest. Old comedy days in the Midwest. I, haven't, I, I never really hung out with Ted that much in Chicago unless we were working together. Yep. But since, uh, since my move to uh, Los Angeles, uh, Ted has become... Uh, a very, very, very good friend of mine. We don't spend a lot of quantity time, but when we're together, it's quality time. We're like uh, yeah, soldier friends who have been driven into, like, you know, you become friends in battle. Right. You know, you know each other through other sources, but then exactly. you have children and you, you have wives, and these things drive you into a certain state of mind. A certain set of circumstances. Do your wives say, like, oh, who's that guy? Oh, he's an old comedy friend. It's almost like, oh, I knew him from the war. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I knew him from the war. We don't want to talk about it. And if, <laughs> and if that friend is without children or without a wife, then that friend is not the same caliber to your you know, wife. Why are you, you know? looking at me when you say that? Because <laughs> I'm sure most wives are like, oh, God, here comes Siegel. Yeah. Here comes Siegel with his freedom. I know. And his... his <laughs> Lack of that fucking guy scaling mountains. Exactly. 
banging strange every night. He oh, does. really? Is that what the, is you that guys what it have is? that image of? Uh, yeah. You guys are watching gonna, too much cinema. Well, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it. Whatever he wants with his penis, and that's yeah. a bad influence on my husband. <laughs> <laughs> so today's show is about funk. Well, because Ted kept saying, "Man, I'd love to be on your show. We should do funk." I'm like, "I don't. I can't do it. I don't know anything about it. I'm really." A blank slate on that. And but so, luckily, one of your co-hosts happens it, to have it, a little collection of fun. That's right. That's right. So Mike said, well, I'll do that. And I go, well, how do we do this then? Okay. Then I'll produce it. And Kyle can go, I don't know, bang strange? I don't know. Is that right? <laughs> that's the it, theme of the day. On your, on your couch? Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm here in the producer's chair today. I'm going uh, to be playing tunes. And uh, again, it's going to be clunky. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be... <laughs> It's going to be a mess here, me cueing these, because I'm trying to even figure it out right now. And also, it helps exactly. that Ted didn't bring any time codes or a list. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ted's going to yeah, be... He, he ignored sneak, the directions. He ignored the emails. I, I, I'm not good at details. It's <laughs> yeah. true. I'm already not having any fun. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I feel bad, Ted. I'm not like looking at you, I'm, but I'm going to be looking when you it. talk. I'm, and we also... There, there's a contest there's a, uh, there's for people a, who want to... Um, yeah. Mike Siegel has donated... Uh, you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> a four CD set, uh, box set, a Rhino collection called "What It Is: Funky Soul and Where." where? Wow! And, wow. Oh, wow! The Ohio's um, coming. Oh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's Pennsylvania's coming. Try that again. Shoulder. What it is? Funky Soul and Rare Grooves. How are you doing? This is uh, this has got everything on it, and I would read some of it if I didn't uh, need glasses right now. But uh, <laughs> it's a four CD collection of uh, rarities and yeah. some some more bands that you've heard of, and a lot that you haven't. Let me tell you what's on here. I'll tell you. I'm going to give you a couple of tracks that are on here. We got a thing called "Riding Thumb" by King Curtis. I got to figure that's about uh, fingering a, a girl. Um, riding thumb, right? Is that what it is? Riding thumb, sure. Riding thumb. Yeah, I'm sure that's, that's what, what we call it. I want everyone to start using that term, riding thumb. <laughs> What'd you do last night, Siegel? Uh, I ride some thumb. Ride some thumb with all the strange. Mm -hmm. uh, you can laugh. It's okay, Ted. This is, a, this is explicit. This isn't for the children. <laughs> oh, oh, and here, oh, this is going right along with riding thumb. We got, uh, by the bar case, we got soul finger. Soul finger. That's a, that's a classic. So, that's uh, a famous yes. one. Here's what I want you to do. Whoever wins this, I want you to get your best lady. I want you to light a candle. I want you to get uh, some wine and uh, get, re get ready to finger bang. On, oh, uh, thumb ride. Thumb, thumb ride thumb and ride soul all, finger. All night long. All on your soul finger. I'm not but, letting uh, so anyone I know listen to this. Episode. What do they have to do to get that? So, um, tell you what we're going to do. Uh, do either of you have, a, have a, a soul question? Ted said he had a little question. You got a question, Ted? Uh, yeah, let me... Let me uh... Do we have to do we have to do no, the question? Have, do the no, question right again. Now. Let me ruminate on the question. Okay, and I will have a. question. Let's make him sit through the show and <laughs> yeah. enjoy it and, until and they. I'm going to leave that there question. so we remember. And let me. Here's what's going to happen. If for some reason we end the show and we forget, then the day after this podcast uh, drops, I will tweet the question. Ah, and oh, there's then a good we idea. Will, uh, and then we will uh, choose our winner from all the uh, from the first ten correct answers. Awesome, there you go. We'll that's great. Them. Okay, cool. okay. So just in case we forget. All right, so um, so we got the topic, and uh, topic. I was wondering, and and I don't know, Ted, what you the the funk uh, definition. Yes, there's a, there's a there's a window. I think. I mean, I'll give you my version of it, and then okay. and you can tell me what your parameters were. Because I was going through the collection, and I'm going, okay, I didn't want to take everything. I think there's a window there between like '60s R&B, soul, and Motown, and all that stuff, and then disco, and that window was pretty much funk i think and it's between like around 70 and 76 classic I, funk anyway. i agree with that okay I, I agree with that i think that's accurate i think that the my parameters are, are definitely those and the preponderance and usage of the bass 
Bass. I like a horn section. And the horns. Did you say the preponderance? Preponderance yeah. of yeah. bass. You sa- he sounded, you sounded like. That's like, my goal. You sounded like a Bill Cosby. <laughs> the preponderance, preponderance of the bass. The bass. As the black person here to, to be the face of, of funk. Oh, yeah. To, we, to use as many white words as I can muster. <laughs> did we say Ted was black? Oh, no. no we, not officially. We but I think it's pretty apparent. I think it's pretty apparent. I don't know if it is. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that would be racist if it was apparent, right? Oh, well, yeah. Well, you mentioned earlier that the reason that you you know that you were in that chair is because you you were too white know. to yeah, be in any true. of the other that's two true. chairs. That's true. That's true. Uh, so you had the bass. I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, what else? We, I like uh, first of all live instruments. Yeah. Somewhere around, uh, well, especially when hip hop came in, all of a sudden the DJ became part of the band, and uh, no, then right. you're out. Then we're out. And the synthesizer is a gray area there, but I, I'm I'm not down with that either. Exactly. I th- I think I have at least one hip hop song that I think crosses over into okay. to, to a funk thing. But yeah, hip hop has done wonderful things, and hip hop <laughs> has done horrible things. <laughs> right, right. And uh, and synthesizers in particular. I like to hear people play instruments. Yeah. Basically, yeah. is that it? Nobody's so, learning to play an instrument. Exactly. Anymore. Yeah, I saw Prince uh, at the Staples Center, and he made it a point to tell us many, many times that they are playing live. In fact, they're playing live. This yes. is a live band. No backing live. tracks. And, that and I got to tell you, it, you could tell. It was, it was much different from other things yeah. I've seen. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Prince, because uh, I went, did you go at any of the Prince shows when he was at the Forum? When we were in Chicago, uh, we saw him live at the, at the, what was the big venue in Chicago? The, uh, the Rosemont Rose- Horizon? Horizon? Now the Allstate Arena, I believe. We saw him at the Horizon, and then a year later, he did the Horizon again, and then he did a small venue mm-hmm. oh. uh, that, like at two in the morning, and then Buzz got out. Hey, did you Prince, go to that? Yes. Oh, yes, my I God. stood in line for an hour and a half. That's uh, not long to see Prince at a small no, venue. No, it isn't. Yeah, and the venue was literally like maybe five, six times the size of this room. And this and, we're in a massive room, by yeah. the way, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're in a stadium recording this. This is studio is what I call it. It was <laughs> insane. It was insane, the energy. In the, you mm-hmm. figured he'd already done a concert. Right. And now right. here he is. He played for like an hour and a half, and it was just mind-blowing. Okay, because I brought it up because when I saw him at the forum, because mm-hmm. you're in L.A., and I had heard about all these uh, guest stars that are all coming. In L.A., you never know who's going to show up on stage, who they're right. going to bring up. So... All these rumors had been going around. So people, who's, who's he going to bring up? Who's he going to bring up? So he announces, we have a special guest here. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Larry Graham. Ah. And a lot of the people, you could tell like over half the crowd are like, who the hell is Larry Graham? <laughs> I don't know who Larry Graham exactly. is. Exactly. So we got that. Who is it? So He's the bass, he, bass player for Sly and the Family Stone. He's the bass player for Fly, Sly and the Family Stone. And people are like, who, who, who? And then he goes, Larry, tell him what you do. And he starts the riff on this song. So fire it up. All right, here we go. How do I do this? Here we go. Now, that was probably, I think, one of the first funk songs to me. That was 1970. Yeah. And so when, all he did was hit those eight notes. Boom, boom, boom. And people went, wow. The place went apeshit. Yeah. Oh, he's that guy. And then did Prince play that song? Oh, yeah. They played the whole thing. That's great. Oh, it was awesome. And uh, he also invented that. Uh, he's credited for inventing the slap bass yep. when he slapped it with his thumb. People, he always plucked it. But no. Like an upright bass. He slapped it 
the Some? brothers Johnson. Was he giving us some thumb? He gave us some thumb. That's probably, that's, I'm pretty sure that's what that <laughs> he was riding the thumb. He was riding the thumb on pretty that. Pretty sure one. what that that means. That's what riding Johnson, the thumb means. Uh, oh, brothers Johnson went on later mm-hmm. to to make that thumb slap their their signature thing. Then yeah, so. and, and then later, like pretty much every funk band yeah. started doing that too. Yeah. So. Larry Graham. Then he ended up going into. He started Graham Central Station yeah. or something like that. He had, he had his he own had band. He had a string of hits. He had a yeah, few he ballads. Mm-hmm. He toured with Graham Elwood. He, <laughs> he formed a band called Graham Cracker. <laughs> okay, I can see you're gonna you're gonna mock this whole thing. Right? I, I got to tell you something. I am so concerned with cueing these songs. You already fucked up once. You brought it right in the middle of that. I put it right on the beginning. I don't think you did. Oh, did you? Did you, is, was that a song, Pat, that you'd heard before? Yeah, I know. That's that a classic. Come on. Actually, as, the as I'm seeing all the songs that are going to be played today, I do know all these songs. So, but how did you feel when you heard it? <laughs> that, that this, is where the, this is the key element of funk is it creates a, a feeling. It should. If you're, well, if you're listening to Did you to start properly, to move a little bit? Did you start did, to? Did you feel it? It did. I mm-hmm. did feel it. And it made, made me want to uh, uh, light a candle. And, uh, no. No, it's not no, no, no. This is, a, this is not baby making music. I think I was, I think I was uh, slapping my, yeah. uh, my chair. <laughs> okay. My, my, my thumb was riding on the <laughs> arm of my chair. You can make a baby to it, but I, I, I wouldn't want to watch. <laughs> not, it wouldn't be anything I would want to watch. be messy. Okay, Ted, that was my first one. What do you got going first? Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. By the way, folks, I, I've, I, I brought three songs with me just to get in the mix, but I'm going no, to hold them for a while. If he's looking at your screen, can he see all my songs? Can I, uh, he shouldn't be, but... Can I, can I look now? Yeah, you can look at this. This is your, this is your set list. All right. Uh, just to emphasize the, the baseline idea. All right. Okay. Go ahead and play the first one. This is a classic example of how a baseline dominates Let's and creates. It. Let's see if I can do this. This is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. Just the baseline alone. It sets the mood. It sets the tempo. How come none of the tiles on the floor are lighting up? <laughs> I'm moving all over the floor. Nothing is lighting up, for God's sake. That's what it's all about. That's where that's where it starts. That's where it lives. So you went older. You went more recent than me. I, I went way old. Well, he's, he's got some old stuff in here. Okay. Some old stuff, but it, but it, it's the, the, just the studying of the and, and you you proved it with your song is that the the bass line. Yeah, that is huge. Is what drives it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, of course, uh, Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. I mean, we only heard that. How many times did we hear that on MTV? Oh, 50 oh. million. Totally crazy. I mean... Wasn't that, he like the first black artist that MTV ever played? Oh, yeah. there's a... Um, I, this, was in, this, I, this was in the MTV book that we just read. Yeah. Um, they sent this uh, video over to MTV. Right. And MTV, they weren't going to play it. Billie Jean? Yeah. So CBS Records, Columbia, Epic, anyone under the umbrella, they said, okay, then you're not going to play any of our videos and they took everything back and that lasted for about three days and then they yeah. played Billie Jean and all they had left was Billy Idol yeah a yeah. couple Rod yeah. Stewart you know, yeah. it was so, like half Rod Stewart half, Pen- I half Benatar the yeah. whole and the, Billy Idol yeah. yeah so the rest the rest was history so uh so uh, that's pretty cool I mean I can I can remember when when that came on you were just absolutely like, what, what's going on and then beat it with Eddie Van Halen on guitar and just you know just it just went crazy. Yeah, it was it was the biggest thing ever. I mean, everyone knew who Michael Jackson was, but when Thriller came out, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was that a new level. I know. Well, talk about it, we'll go to guys who hit it big in the eighties. Uh, I didn't want to take all guys from the seventies. I didn't mm-hmm. want to, I didn't want to do all that. So I was like, okay, 
who's like keeping it alive, who's like totally influenced on funk, but you know, still doing it now. And so I, my first thought was Prince. And so this is a song that I thought just was, was totally in, influenced by that. This is, uh, play it, Pat. Sexy MF. Oh, yeah. Oh. Sexy motherfucker. We're all alone in the villa. Yeah. So you get the, I mean, any little horns in there? I yeah. love it. I have a Prince track since we, since you did do, do my Prince track. Sure, let's do it. Okay. It's, it's fine. It's, to, we're okay to jump around. We're fine. Yeah, because this is more recent, like one of his more recent things. And I'm sure. And so you can see the evolution, but still see the nastiness. The nastiness. <laughs> this is called uh this is called Black Sweat. Oh. From thirty one twenty one. Nasty. Now there's a synthesizer. Yeah. But that bass. It's just nasty. It's just nasty. <laughs> I don't know if I can hear the bass. Where hear it? it? That's all you can hear. You don't hear that? Sweat. Sweat. Nice. I'm going headphones on. Oh, there we go. My headphones weren't plugged in correctly. I don't want to take my clothes off. That's always good for broadcasting when your headphones aren't. What album is this on? This, this is, is uh, 3121 from 2006. Like, yeah, this is like three albums ago, maybe four. Okay. What if I just pretend you're like I knew it? <laughs> Fucking A, yeah, Mike. You don't it's know 31, it. 21. <laughs> you are reading that off a screen. <laughs> Jesus, get with the get with the program. But you can tell everything, you know, from the start, Prince, what he was even with controversy and all that other stuff, he yeah. was totally influenced by all those guys. I remember that the controversy album when it came out was uh, and I was still a teenager and uh he, how old was he when that came out? He had to be just in his early his first 20s. deal was like as a teenager, I think his yeah. first deal was. I think he was about 19 or something. But like Lady Cab Driver and all the songs which yeah. were so explicit mm-hmm. for that time musically, you yeah. know. That it was just I was just I would sit in my room and just be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Oh my god! And this I'm playing best, sexy MF. This is the best album ever. <laughs> it's better than my Richard Pryor album. Is it? Mm, I had a few of those too. I had to hide those from my parents. Hey, if you, if you want to just talk about you know boning and yeah, know, that's the, true. All the topics that Pryor—it's <laughs> like Pryor's shit put to music—is what right, it was like. Right, it's true. Uh, my parents would get so mad when I would bring. Now I worked. I worked in high school, but if I if I brought albums and because I had so many albums. They would get so pissed off at me. Because so you're wasting, quote unquote, wasting your money. Yeah. So what I would do is um, we always entered the house through the kitchen. That's where the kitchen door. Right. That's where my parents always were congregating. So what I would do is I would, if I bought an album, I would leave it at, at the, the kitchen door was called the back door. I would leave the, uh, and you know what else is called the back Come door. On <laughs> Come on now. Ride some thumb. Ride some thumb. So um, I, w- I would take my, I would get out of the car, I'd leave the album at the, f- at the front door. I would come in through the kitchen, go to the front door, grab the album and go up to my room. <laughs> Isn't that sad? So you had, you had to, to sneak do that. music you had to sneak into your house. Music into my house. What was the penalty for being caught with contraband? They what, would just what? go. My dad would go. How many albums do you need? You, you can't listen to them all. You can't listen to all of them. I'm like, well, not at one time. You can't. But, <laughs> and I still have a gigantic music collection. I'm convinced you grew up in the footloose town. Yeah, no dancing, <laughs> no, no dancing, no, 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 no fornicating. 
And given, no the, given the rants of my parents, that's yeah. a pretty mild rebuke for you to go through all that sub- subversive. <laughs> <I know. laughs> right, what are you going to do with all those music? There? What do you? I know. I don't know why I got. You didn't, you I didn't don't know why I got into so much smacked trouble. around though. You didn't get. Ted, did your parents object to all this? Uh, your music? You know, yeah. no, they didn't care because I, you know, as long as I wasn't asking them for the money, as long as I wasn't, they weren't uh, paying right. for it. You know, I how about the volume? Did they have a problem with that? Nope. Headphones were enforced as soon uh. as they were invented. <laughs> right. They were encouraged. Yeah, I could, they didn't. They didn't care about the volume. Actually, I cranked it up pretty good. Really? Yeah, man. No, you damn right. <laughs> damn right. <laughs> All right, let's go older. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Is it back to, to a you? pioneer? It, it is back to me. All right. And uh, so this guy talk about riding the wave all the way from. 50s into 60s, and then all of a sudden the 70s hit, and everybody wanted to get funky. Yeah, never heard of this guy. So this is James Brown on the Good Foot. <laughs> this is a hit in 72. Oh, we didn't, we're not going to hear uh, Living in America from Rocky IV? <laughs> I want to get on the Good Foot. Check themselves. <laughs> I love when they name check when people name check themselves in songs. That's the coolest. Seventy two. That was a hit. I saw him live at the uh, Akron Civic Theater in Akron, Ohio. My mom took me. Just what year was that? My mother went and saw James Brown. Uh, I was probably it's probably around uh, I'd say sixty. No, no, no. I, I was born in this, so it had to be like around maybe seventy one, seventy. Wow. So he's a, he's he's he's. At the height, kind of. Now, did he have his? Uh, was he processed or did he have the natural? No, he was going? processed. Okay, and, and he didn't. The, he didn't go to the fro yet. No, and he, and he would do the thing where he would sing and go crazy and, and drop to his knees. Yeah, and, and somebody, somebody throws a cape on him. Cape <laughs> he did that like three times. Okay, where they walk him to the, right, the stage and then he, and he ripped he would, the cape off and then go sliding across <laughs> to grab the mic and just start. Oh, it was the most Look, dramatic, yeah. amazing. Every thing. recording artist has has something live that works, and they they got to do it all the time. Gene, Absolutely, Gene Simmons. Spits the blood every time. <laughs> this guy drops to his James knees Brown every does time. That. He's the hardest working man in show business. He has to get yeah. carried off the stage by one of his sidekicks. <laughs> it's the greatest. <laughs> but from what I heard, I mean, nobody puts on a show. It, it was, was an amazing. amazing show, right? It was amazing. That's I, cool. To this day, I remember it. Just on my feet the whole time. Awesome. Well, you're up, Ted. What do you got next? I don't even know. I, 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 Pick I, one. All right, let me see. Can I tell you, we're, we're, we're recording at night and we're also drinking uh, beers. Yeah, I like these nighttime recordings. This is, yeah, this is never going to happen again. Okay. <laughs> This is a, this is again the young single guy. I we usually record on a Sunday uh, Sunday morning on Sunday morning. You know the least rock and roll time of the week. You know, and so so that I'm not uh, away from the family too much. And, and this I brought guy, in this beers guy, for everyone. This guy probably rolls. He probably you probably pull in Sunday morning out from banging some strange, <laughs> do, uh, riding thumb. All you see day. what that is? Yeah, do six. Oh, we'll go down to six. Do six. All right. Since since uh, I want to try to match him on, on, <laughs> old, on that's okay. on, on oldness. You you're okay. going deep. I, I want to go deep too. Okay. I like I like that you're doing this. Whenever uh, whenever April's here, she always changes her order depending yeah. on what I play. So it's fun. Okay. So uh, yeah, but then you you put Kyle through the ringer, not you. That's true. This is I, this is zero fun right now. I, no one, I always wonder why Kyle doesn't interject and talk. I can tell right. you why. This is fucking bull- This is He's fucking busy. bullshit. Yes. He doesn't want to be rebuked. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, we, we won't say who it is. We'll just let okay. it, let Fire it pop it in. Here we go. I think 
think I'm doing okay on the cues. Ted's playing air bass. I brought in this one so we can strike it off the list. Okay. <laughs> this is the Temptations, people. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't bring in this one. I did not. That is a nice bass. It's insane. And then the, the violins, and then the horns come in. It's just insane. Is that... I forget what that kind of guitar is called. It's not a wah-wah guitar. It's like a chicka 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 chicka. That's in it's kind so of wah-wah, though. Is it wah-wah yeah. guitar? Yeah. That's very common in all... I By the just, way, this intro is about 10 hours long. I know. So I'm, I'm going to jump it way ahead here. Yeah. Let's just jump yeah, up. That's okay. Nope. Yeah. You know, you, you can jump. I can or jump. You can just, okay. That was Papa or was a Rolling Stone. Yeah, to me, the, that is the essence of the whole song. Yeah. The vocals and the lyrics are phenomenal, too. But Wherever he lays his hat is his home, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm jumping it. Just oh, There you go. Just the, When I was a kid, I didn't like it because it was so instrumental. Right, right, you know, right. You, you, you want lyrics and emotion, but as I got older, just to listen to the, you know, the just the stew of instruments. You got violins, you know, it, on, it, I, What you just said is true. I, you do have to have a maturity sometimes to get into different music because, and this is gonna, this is gonna be the worst example. You guys can make fun of me, but. Um, I did not like Steely Dan until about five years ago. Really? <laughs> and now I love it. Like, I love it like crazy. Oh, I, yeah, I'm a big, big fan of Like, my, uh, my, my uncle, when I was growing up, he would always get me albums that, when he gave them to me at the age I was, seventh or eighth grade, I had no interest. Like, he gave me, I've said this before on the show, he gave me the first Pretenders album. He gave me Steely Dan's Greatest Hits. He gave me Elvis uh, Costello, My Aim is True. He gave me a bird's greatest hits. I had no interest in that at all, and now I love all of it. So, yeah, for me, it was yeah. my friend Steve, who was like a record junkie, and he was always like five years ahead of everything that mm -hmm. I would like. I would come, <laughs> I was like, hey, then on that band you used to talk about in high school, I'd be in college, and I was like, yeah, right. I'm into them now, they're great. He's like, yeah, I've moved on to something I else. I wish I was that kid in high school. I wish I was yeah. the kid that was like, you got to listen to this, dude, <laughs> but I wasn't. I wasn't either. No. Well, I'm going to play one that I know you owned. I'm okay. gonna, I'm, I don't know it, but I'm guessing I'm, you owned I'm, it. You're probably right. This was, uh, uh, I guess, was the guy. If uh, James Brown was the Godfather of Soul, mm -hmm. and this guy, I don't know, is there a funk Godfather? I know he was the president. This is the he longest. Was the Godfather. This is the longest title on your list tonight. Yeah. Anyway, this is. Uh, that's can a good you guess? question. No, no, that's a good question. I'm gonna try. To, to he had a lot of bands. Mm -hmm. He produced a lot of them. Mm -hmm. He was in a lot of them. Produced. Wrote, who would be the king of funk? That's a very good question. Okay, I'm, I'm dying. Let's hear it. Is this the guy that colors his hair? And oh, his? yeah. This okay. is George Clinton ah. and Parliament <laughs> Funkadelic. Tear the roof off the sucker. Ah, there you go. There you go. Then in parentheses, it's give up the funk. Give up the funk. I'm enjoying it. Have you heard this one? <laughs> I have. Okay. I've heard all these. Oh, heard okay. For some reason, the, the word funk scared me. <laughs> I guess I would have really thought about it. So when did uh, 
He would be, and you're right, he would be the godfather of funk. Yeah, would, that was would, uh, hands down. Parliament. So that uh, was particularly Parliament. Uh, early James Brown, then, what would you call that? What would you call his music? That was soul R&B. Soul R&B. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, the, and then, he, then he branched into the funk later. And yeah, I think and then, that, well, I think that it's, he's like an architect of funk. Mm-hmm. I think that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's... You know, music is always building and borrowing and stealing from yeah. every other thing. And now so, he's like one of the most sampled guys ever in hip hop. Exactly. You know? So that that I think as yeah. is George Clinton. It's the same five guys. It's George Clinton, James Brown, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Stevie Wonder. Those guys are all like uh, they Absolutely. must be making just so much mailbox money. It's sick. because of sampling and everything. Yes. Yeah. Everything. See what the next thing is, or do you want to go somewhere else? You want to go down here? Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. You read my mind. I know. So I know if, what's going. If, if you're if you're a Parliament fan, then you know that the the twin sister, twin brother band, Funkadelic, was Funkadelic, Parliament Funkadelic, were essentially the same band that for for, for whatever labeling reasons they had to create two yeah. titles. But <laughs> it's they're both George Clinton. I want to know why when, when I have this song clicked on, there's a picture of. Your wife Jamie and your two kids in the bathtub. bathtub. Yeah, because <laughs> how is that? Because I couldn't. Some of the songs I could not download cover art. So okay, I went through my files. So, and so you put a nude photo of your right. wife well, and kids in the tub on a Funkadelic song. His wife's not is, nude in the tub. How dare you? Uh, well, apologize. I can't see the screen from here. The apologize. way you described it, you can see how adorable my family is. Yeah, no, you do. If his wife was nude in this tub, I'd be dragging that to the desktop <laughs> and right. putting it on a. Hey, producer, why don't you play the song? How about that? <laughs> okay, here we go. Let me uh, let me see if I can do. And I have to think about it. And this is probably one of my top three favorite songs on the planet. I love this song. I never heard this. I almost brought this one. I've never heard this, but when I when I hear it from now on, I think of two kids in the tub. Dance your way out of your constrictions. I just love that. It's from the album Suitably Funky. With the groove I only got, I'm fading it down. It's okay. I've always, always, always loved it. Give us that the song. title. That song is. Uh, is that One Nation Under a Group? One Nation Under a Group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that what it says on our money? That was the yeah exactly. <laughs> President George Clinton. <laughs> you know what his motto is, Pat, and you should follow it. What is it? Free your mind, and your ass will follow. There you go. <laughs> is that really his motto? That is what it he is. said. It yes, is. and you should uh, free your mind, and your ass will follow. Free your mind, and your ass will follow. Amen. President Clinton now said I, that. Now this this next one that's on your list, dude. I have never even. Heard. I have. N- let me explain this one. Yeah, I've never heard so, this from 2010. So here's the story. I said, well, I didn't want to bring in all old people, mm-hmm. you know. So I said, well, let yeah. me. I'm going to do my homework. And you I'm said go- I don't want any more old people. We've got Ted and Patty. Yeah, already. that's right. <laughs> let me Google modern funk and who's keeping it real now. Maybe I'll learn some, you know, who's who's doing it. So these guys' name came up, and I went to click on it. Okay. Like, just go, oh, I'm on iTunes, I go click on it, and I accidentally hit the buy the album thing. <laughs> I hate when and, that happens. And usually, it, does, doesn't it usually go... Um, are you sure? Are you sure, right? This thing just, boom. Unless, you, unless, you have, uh, unless you've turned that uh, feature off. Oh, really? I yeah. gotta, oh. So, so you, I hit it, and boom, 10 bucks, gone right there. I was like, <laughs> son of a bitch. So, <laughs> it's like, and I listened to it, and I kind of dug it, you right. know, and, and it's not... 
Uh, it's all instrumentals. There's no vocals on any of these stuff. Ooh, so really? it's kind of cool to just leave it on at a party and stuff like that. This is a band called the Budos Band, B-U-D-O-S. This is from their album Three, Budos Band Three, and it's a no. song called Crimson Skies. It's got a no. cobra on the cover. Here we yeah. go. Right, so it gets into it like some of the stuff is gets really jazzy. Right. It's like a jazz fusion kind of thing. And so there was a little of that, and some people would list it as like Afro funk or something like that. But hey, uh, whatever, hey, hey, whatever hey, it was, you can't say that word. Whatever it was, uh, it was just kind of uh, racist. It was kind of cool. I don't know if I'd sit there and listen to it in the car, but in the background, like at a party or something yeah. like that, it was it's all right. Now you've got no Buddhist brothers on here, so I, what are you going to go with? Tell Budos me, band. Shoot me a number. Not Buddhist brothers. Budos band. Whatever. Seven. So yeah, th- this I'll pull this one up here. The cool thing that is happening here is that I can echo pretty much what you're doing over there. This is a he's predominantly a jazz guy, but this is like a funk track, and uh, yeah. And if you see the picture, can I guess this, who it is? I'm not. I'm not even looking. Yeah, oh, okay. Guess. Predominantly a jazz guy. Is yeah. it Herbie Hancock? No, 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 no. He's he's like a one hit wonder, maybe a two hit wonder. Okay. But is it this, Rockwell? It's not Miles. <laughs> da- is it Miles Davis? <laughs> If you um, if you saw the picture, he looks like he would be. Uh, he's a cast member of the White Shadow, exactly. <laughs> or, or, welcome, or Welcome Back, Cotter. That's okay, this was, uh, was like early eighties. Animals, Cotter. This is from the album. But this was a big hit for him. It's from the album called Nard. Hi there. Here we go. No idea. Yo, Nard, what's up? Yo, man, where you going? Practice, man. What you doing, man? Oh, man. A lot of bass there. Yeah. They're not really singing or rapping, they're just talking. Yeah, they're they're getting to the break. Okay. Here it is. I like that. Who is this? His name is Bernard Wright. Bernard Wright. Is this new? Called, what year is it? 1981. 81? Yeah, he was a prodigy, and a jazz prodigy mostly, but, you know, this was like his one big hit. What's his instrument? What does he play? Uh, I, I think he's, I think that's him on the, on the... On the bass? Yeah, on the bass or the guitar. One of the strings, but I don't think he's on the keyboards. It's, I think it's the, one of the... I like it. Yeah. That sounds like one of those songs that will go on for about 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. It's Let me fun. See how it's a fun is. song, man. It's a fun song. No, it's only four like, minutes and 35 seconds. Okay. That's chill all right. Out. That is kind of fun. Just chill out, man. No, no. I, just, I liked it. Chilling out with the I liked Lord. it. I just played the Budos band. What do you want from me? <laughs> I'm a little bummed out. Now, you brought beers tonight, but I'm mad at you because I told you to bring 40 ounces tonight. And all right. This is, only, right. This is only 12 I some, ounces. I brought some cold 45 and some Cavassier for us. <laughs> if we could. What else? What, comes what other the, stereotypes what comes could we the, Exactly. The purple, the, the velvet. Uh, more loco, Kool-Aid. oh no, Crown Royal. Crown Royal, there you go. <laughs> no, my uncle, what else? My uncle's oh, really? all had, and they always had those bags laying around in the their house. Cars, and yeah. they would put spare change. One in of them. my uncles had change. One of my uncles <laughs> had a handgun right. in right. his. So you're saying? I swear to God. So you're saying that some stereotypes are true? They, I think that all stereotypes come from <laughs> have somewhere. A, have a hint of truth. Come which, from some least, place. Yes. Right. 
Right. All right. I'm going to move on now with a band that uh, I believe in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you would know these guys mm-hmm. if you want to say the name, and they you can double check on that. But I, I think I'm almost 100 percent sure they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think and they you might never be get right. a. They seem to be almost forgotten in these guys, and 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 it's amazing to me. We should talk like we're sure about stuff from now on. We should I know, like, we should. These <laughs> guys are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They went in. I could have taken they a went, second and Googled this before I got They in went here. in in 96, I believe, Mike. They were inducted by the Beastie Boys. Did you look it up? No. Just okay. making up yeah, right yeah, now. I, I know they are, actually. Oh but these... Uh, right. Boy, if I get that wrong, I'm going to be pissed. Who cares? What, what's going to happen to These us? are the Isley Brothers with oh. a, a song I hadn't heard in a while, and then I pulled it for this one. I loved it. It's Fight the Power. Yes. Now, this is about uh, rising up against the white man. There you go. Smile is in the making. You gotta fight the powers that be. Got so many forces. Ted's going to get some beers. When the song oh, was hit, it would be when I would be this big beep over, over the all bullshit, the bullshit yeah, part on AM radio. Beep. <clears throat> all this what a great song! It's an awesome song. I hadn't heard that in a, in a long time, but it was it's really an good. Awesome song. Fight the power, part one. Yeah, <laughs> it was part one. <laughs> yeah, it went on. For it while. went on. Yeah, they they cut it down There's to part lot, one lot for fire, for the lot, single. A lot of power to be fought. Nineteen seventy five, Ted. Oh God, I was. How big was your afro at I one point? Probably, Did you have a big afro? Four, I was 14. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to you do me a favor. Send me a pic. Do you have a picture on, on your somewhere with you and big afro? I'm sure my mother does. I don't have You don't have it on you don't have one on your uh, in your iPhoto. No. I had a big afro, and I had a jerry curl for a while. Oh, no. You did the jerry curl? I did it all. (laughs) That's the photo I want to see. That's the photo I want to (laughs) see. Tell people what you have. There's just a big crackle there. Sorry. Who was that? I don't know. Tell tell folks what you have going right now, Ted. Uh, I have a shaved head because all the damage that I did from all the chemicals (laughs) to try to get girls to look at me. Looks good. Thank God I got a good head. Years of jerry curl juice and afro sheen have just soaked into the skull. That probably got me laid twice. Uh, it was a bad choice. It must have been horrible sleeping. Like that must have been the most amazing bedhead you with have, an afro. You, the thing is that you slept with a plastic bag on your head. That's the truth. Really? If you had well, with the Jerry curl for sure. Yeah, you did. But no, yeah. with the afro, I mean, it must have been pointed no, in every direction. Sleep with a bag on your head from the gym. <laughs> no, it, you just look like hell when you woke up. It it was hard to deal with. It was hard to deal with. But <laughs> yeah. but I think I had more luck with the afro than I did with the Jerry curl. Well, it was the seventies. You know, Speak, it was free love, man. Speaking of sleeping with a plastic bag over your head. Now, you, if you, Ted, I don't think you ever listen to the show. Mike, I know you do. There's a kid that lives upstairs from us. He's on the second floor, Luca. Oh. This kid. He's got a mouth on him. This kid, kid was making so much noise last night that I went up there and I took a plastic bag up. And I said, if you don't shut up, take this plastic bag and I wrap it over your head and you're going to have to sleep in it all night long. And that kid, you better believe he shut up. You think he's going to talk? He's not going to talk. I don't think, no, I told him, I go, you, if anyone asks you if I came up here. I want you to tell them that you fell down, or you fell off the swing, or or a kid at school kicked you in the in the face. But you don't you don't bring my name up uh, ever, ever, uh, ever, yeah, ever, because you'll be out of here. <laughs> Sorry, Ted. I didn't know that. The, so, Luca, he's Luca. on the second floor. Yeah, he's on the second floor. Yeah. He lives right above us. Is that uh, upstairs? I'm trying from to him. think of the girl's name. You've seen him before. 
I know the girl who sings yeah, that song. A, he, yeah, his, uh, his friend Suzanne Vega wrote a Suzanne song about Suzanne Vega. Yeah, 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 I had to sue her because uh, it's all full of lies. <laughs> I almost put her on my list for the do 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 If you were going to call that phone call, I was going to have to call you out on it. No, no. I would Tom's Diner. something hooky about it. Right. Okay, you're up. You're up, Ted. What do you got going? I just gave you the Isley Brothers for crying out loud. I'm going to match that with number six. Do number six. Did we, do, just, do did we already six? do number six? No, do How many number, number sixes do you have? <laughs> How many number sixes do you have? Uh, you know what? When I go to McDonald's, I always get the number six. I love the name of this song, Dookie Stick. Oh, okay. Great. Great. Want to walk the water? And if you... Bush, you see, oh. a skunk shake his rum. Oh. Tell him to come on over here for some, uh, snake funk in the dump, baby. Now we got this stick. Oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm going to guess this artist. All you got to After do it's is, done. Uh, take a closer walk with me. Oh. And we got this thing. You can hear the That's parliament. Oh, yeah, yeah. Influence. So come feel, if you will, the magic of the Dookie Stick. Dookie Stick. I know who it is. That, that line alone is just selling. It's Bootsy, isn't it? No. Come on. It's not Bootsy's no, rubber band? But that, that's the parliament influence I was talking about. You, no, that's uh, just George Duke. You can't, have Duke oh. you can't have Dookie stick without Duke. Without George Duke. Was Bootsy playing on it? Uh, you know what? I, he might have been. I know that Sheila E is playing on it. So she's playing the drums, but I, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, that sounded about, like him. Uh, it sounded like, sound like him. Talking oh, about riding some thumb, huh? Oh, Sheila E. Mm, <laughs> nice. Come on! Did you have all the Bootsy albums too? I, I did. I my uh, oh god! I remember a house party when that album came out. We had a house party and a bunch of uh, what? Did, tell were, me about a house party. I've never been to one of these. You do in the basement. You go in the basement. Okay. You, you you know, and the lights are low. Lights are low, and the music is loud, and everybody just dances. There's strobe light. What the hell nope. did you do in Mayberry where you grew up? Everybody we weren't allowed dances. to dance. <laughs> Yeah. It, it was the Footloose Town. And it gets hot and yeah. sweaty and oh, sticky. It gets sticky. To... I would I would walk in and I would say, hey, it's sticky all up in here. It's just, n- oh, God. That's just nothing but sweat and Jericho juice <laughs> all <laughs> over the floor. But Can I ask you? So I'm totally serious fun. when I say this. Is, so there, white, is there white people at the house party? N- not when I was a kid, they weren't. Right. But as I, as I went on through life later in college, there all were right. more. Oh, you couldn't get away yeah. from them. Yeah, white chicks were. were they were everywhere. They're brave. They would come to many different places. <laughs> okay, I'm going to move on And everybody was getting funky in the 70s Including Aretha Franklin no, And this is her funkiest song And probably one of my favorites From 71 no, no, Fire it up from the beginning All yeah. right, now Let's uh, The backstory in this Oh, is, wait, uh, did I give you time, Sundays? I, I gave uh, you time Yeah, I think I'm queued up Okay I had to buy this song Because Mike came ill-prepared I didn't know it was uh, password protected more cowbell more cowbell gotta have it I gotta have it Okay, and what originally that? drew me that—that that is, that is an awesome song. And what originally drew me to it was the drumming. Oh, I just yeah. thought it was this is like all pre, 
There's no drum machines here, and, and keep it. And I want you. Can you move it up to farther in the song? Sure. Every everything's good about this song. She's kind of not a good singer, right? No, yeah, she's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that vocalist is. Terrible. But, but okay, move it up. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Do that more. I gave you the time. I don't have the time for the move up. I gave it. It was on the sheet. I, I don't have the sheet in front of me. You do. I give. Should I? I Jeez, I really don't like producing. I have the the wrong sheet. I I could text Kyle and get him over here. To go. Here it is. Just it. There it is. I found it. Oh, (laughs) that is fucking badass. I don't know what instrument you were just playing. That was Bernard Purdy. I had to look it up because uh, I was like, "Who the hell is that?" And he keeps the. If you listen to it in headphones, you keep the. He keeps that groove going through the entire. Thing and then he does that little solo and I was like, oh, okay, Google uh, session drummer on that song and it was Bernard Purdy who actually played with Steely Dan on like three albums. He Love played it. on the Asia album. He played with Cat Stevens. Wow. He played with um, Holland Oates. Nice. A bunch of people. Uh, James Brown. A lot of wow. people. Cat Bernard Stevens, Purdy. Cat Stevens and James Brown. That's, known that's for the Purdy list. Shuffle. Okay. Uh, uh, Something that he did with the hi hat was. Oh, really I love the Purdy Shuffle. The Purdy hey Shuffle. Hey mo, hey mo. Yep. Well, yuck, yuck, yeah. yuck, yuck. Is that what you're talking about? The yeah. Purdy Shuffle? Yeah, Bernard Purdy is still alive. Now, hold on a second. Look, this is, you guys talk amongst yourself for a second because everyone knows when you're listening to a professional broadcast, sometimes the producer will get up. And go get a power cord to plug his computer in. So you just talk amongst you. I'm not editing any of this out tonight. Fuck that. I'm not editing anything out. I'm glad I gave you the times so that you could like leave them at another desk. My cue times and. <laughs> where did you meet Pat? Do you I don't remember. Know. Where you just, met? Um, was it on the road? Twenty was years it? ago, we were uh, roommates in Chicago when we met you. Oh, okay, okay. Pat, uh, Ted, are you performing anymore, or what? Uh, I am prepare- live. I'm preparing to reemerge. Uh, the acting has slowed down so significantly that I'm having to go back on the road. There was a nice uh, run there where you were hot. you were hot. on every other commercial that I was showing up. I don't up. mind saying, you know, uh, no, it may sound horrible and boastful, but there was a, I was no, hot. This for business a comes in waves. I was hot comes in waves. Uh, but now I'm cool. I'm older, so it looks like yeah, I've got friends that are trying to help me. Uh, Moving um, looks like I'm going to be doing some princess cruises. Oh, really? How many? Uh, how many it's times have scary. you? Are, how well, many times have you auditioned for uh, Modern Family so far? I've auditioned for Modern Family yeah. four times. Have you really? Yes. The great thing is that every what point time, do they every, just go? Give this to Ted. But you know, every time you don't get it, there's like a name that gets that part. Right. That's true. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about that. No. Nothing. And the, the show that holds the record was uh, X Files. Oh, how many times Michael, did you go in? For Michael Milken was the guy. Not Michael Milken. I forget the casting. Casting. Michael guy. Milken, the junk bond king. No, <laughs> the <laughs> he's, in, he's in casting now. He called me. In, might be. He called me in at least once a season. Twice uh-huh. a season. Well, and, then it's a matter of time. You know. And I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" I mean, some of them, you know, I was be like a security guard going, "Hey, uh, what are you doing over there? Uh, no, you can't do that." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, well, there you go. I did, how did I? There's no way I fucked it's, that up." It's like <laughs> sometimes when I see a part like that on TV, I go. Why even hold an audition? That's Just what I'm saying. Grab the camera guy and put him in a suit and have him go. Hey, it's uh, it's to the left. Yeah, yeah. Or look. Somebody or look, order. Uh, somebody call a cab. Yeah, yeah look I at get someone's it. resume and you go. Yeah, I think he can handle. Mm-hmm. Hey, get away from there. What are you doing? Right. That's mm-hmm. right. But you were you were on Frasier. Yeah. What else were you on? The only black guy uh, on Frasier. Fourteen Frasier. seasons. What? Maybe three black characters. Are you I, serious? I, I that's, is that might be true. 
I played two of them. What were you? You were on Frasier twice? Yeah, I, was, I played myself and my feisty black wife. What do you mean you played yourself? What do you mean you played your feisty you black wife? You played Ted wife? Lied? Ted Lied as himself? <laughs> I was, no, I played a, a, a janitor. It's a true story. Wait, wait you were on guy. twice? No, I was on once. It was a joke about being Tyler Perry. It was a joke. Uh, or, okay, a black I got you. Dress joke. All right. Feisty black All right. wife. <laughs> Okay, get let's get back it. to the funk. I need some blacker friends. Have, has, has our, uh, has our uh, producer organized played. himself for Christ's sake? Yes, Maybe. I'm going to play a song now. Okay, are you playing something? Yes, yes. The guy, the the uh, the gentleman who did our artwork. Okay, uh, this week, Glenn K. Ammo. He always does. A, I love all the guys that do the artwork. Glenn does the ones that are uh, that uh, where he illustrates all of us. Okay, which is always fun. So uh, so the artwork this week is amazing. But um, he told me that I should play this song, which you wouldn't think of as a funk song. But he said... He says it is? He, he, well, he, this is what you wouldn't think of this as, as, as funk. But he said that... Uh, that um, oh, what was his exact quote? Let's just play this. He's going to say that, that... He said this song is funky, and this predates uh, Stevie Wonder's superstition by a couple of years. Oh. So let's hear okay. We're listening for Garth Hudson on this. Oh, it's good bass. The band. It's the band. It's kind of funky, though. Triple Creek. Levon Helm on vocals. Rock and Peace, Levon. Rock and Peace. Or Funk and Peace. It's kind of funky. It is funky. It's got a little, it's got a groove to it. For sure. I love this song, actually. Strong bass uh, and a strong uh, blues kind of thing. So that was uh, that was Glenn K. Ammo requested that, and I said, I said, God damn right, I will. That's right. Hey, All right, where are we at with you? It's Ted's up. Ted's, Ted's up. Ted's got a song. Okay. He's got to play. Ted, you don't have any Aretha on here. I'd bump it right. I up did a little Aretha. Now, uh, last you're thing up. we heard from Ted was Dookie Stick. Mm-hmm. Um, this, there's a track called In the Mic, Ted. There's a track called My, uh, Maybe Your Baby. Maybe Your Baby, which I don't think you guys have heard. But I have not. Really. Who's this? Oh, this I'm is. Not gonna uh, you're not going to say? Do I? Can say. I? Yeah, you can will I know him? You should, but. I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to give you a hint on who this is. Okay, you ready? How many people are in the audience tonight? Hey, where I just my keys were just here, but now I can't find my keys. Play the song. Okay, okay. just play. <laughs> You're such a Stevie Wonder. <laughs> this is insane. Stevie Wonder story. Okay. Okay. Now, when I was a kid, and this just popped in my head. I don't know why this popped in my head, but it just did. When I was a kid, I loved the TV show Starsky and Hutch. So did of I. Of course. I sure. loved Starsky. 
I wished my hair was a, a curly fro like his. <laughs> you I, wanted a Jufro? You I wanted got, a nice I Jufro? I wanted a Jufro. I got a Starsky sweater. sweater. You got the big sweater? I got a sweater I, for oh, Christmas. I had the toy car. I had the, the, the I had Grand the Torino. Fi- I had the action figures, not the car, but I had okay. the action figures. I remember I went to Catholic school, so we had to wear a uniform, but I was able to wear the sweater over because, hey, you know, yeah, it's my coat. But... Um, <laughs> When uh, there was an episode of Starsky and Hutch where Starsky uh, had some ladies over at his uh, his apartment, he was playing Stevie Wonder's songs in the Key of Life album. Mm-hmm. And so when I joined the Columbia Record Club, I was like, "Oh yeah, Starsky likes this album. That's my that's my jam." <laughs> so I ordered the uh, the songs in the Key of Life. Not and, only uh, that, that it won. It was also like the biggest album. Probably, it won yeah. every Grammy right, that right. year. It did. The it did. Most significant albums <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah, it's not like Starsky didn't have his finger on yeah, the pulse yeah. of music. He was just like, yeah, that's whatever. Wasn't going for deep cuts. No, uh, not yeah. at all. The fact that you were driven to that. That's how masterpiece. Yep. You know what would have been better? It would have been better if he pulled out the uh, David Soul album and started playing. <laughs> that would have been great. Well, Don't give up on Mama's us, baby. baby. Thank you, Paul Michael Glazer, for turning me on to some. Uh, <laughs> I met him at Hal's in Venice. Glazer or Wonder? Paul. He, he was Paul at, uh, he, yeah. He's local down there. He's wandering wander the streets mm-hmm. down there all the time. Yeah, asking uh, for change. Great guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I think he's doing okay, but but yeah, great guy. I saw him at Target one day, and I was like, "Oh, there's Starsky." And I pointed him out to my wife and Pilar. Goes, "Oh, he's so old looking." Oh <laughs> no, he looks good. He looks great, and, and he doesn't <laughs> mind you telling him. You know, if you go up and say, "You know what, I." Loved Starsky and Hutch, and because mm-hmm. he's like, thank you. He was very, cool. yeah, he was very gracious. You know, he wasn't put off by it, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm sure he gets gushed at by yeah. guys our age. Our age, all the time. yeah, it's, it's all it's just, just like middle aged dudes the coming up to him. All the, cool. I yeah. go the other way. I go up to him. I go, I loved Hutch. the movie that you the direct, remake. I, I loved that you, when you directed The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow, how about that? Did he direct that? He certainly did. I, did I also, say, I also think he directed a movie with Kevin Bacon called The Air Up There. It was a basketball movie. Wow, he look did at a you. Skating movie. Did this has been filmed. Did another one? What kind of movie? Uh, I think it was a skating movie. Some, some Come on, what are we? The King of right. TV here? Let's go. Let's move. I'm, let's the, I'm, I'm the King of Paul Michael Glazer movies. <laughs> it's your uh, turn. I know. Well, we're going to give it. Let me just comment on that song. Sure, absolutely. It, uh, is that on Key of Life? Songs on the Key of Life? No. Intervisions? This, talking is book. Talking this is on Talking Book. Okay, yeah. And he has to have a talking book because he can't read. Oh, that's funny. If you get a chance to listen to that song in its entirety, I believe that he was truly heartbroken when he wrote and, and recorded that song because that's it just goes it, it's funky but there's a blues dissension mm-hmm. by the time you get to the end of the song he's you know practically weeping did you ever uh did you ever see stevie wonder in concert i've never seen him what about live. you did you ever see him live i have not no not me neither. never seen him live. but there was a like how about so what often, i said no me neither no, no no i take it back i did see him live i saw him at the at the uh downtown la at the what's the fancy place nokia? Downtown, the nokia i saw him at the nokia oh that yeah. must have been recently then. It was part of the Brian Brian McKnight had a, a talk show for like mm-hmm. two minutes. Oh yeah. Okay. And he I was the that. first he was the first guest on the show. So he just sang like table. a song or two? He did he did a medley, but it was, was right. it was people oh, were awesome. Up. It's a yeah. pretty hot medley, I bet. Yeah. Well, since you also played uh you already played Michael Jackson, yes. I'm gonna go back to the full Jacksons. Uh oh. I think they had dropped the five at this point. They were just it the says Jacksons. Ja- it says Jackson five. Uh, no, it doesn't? It says it here. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Uh, well, I, we'll start it up. This I, is this I'm is like one of my favorite songs. I'm this is expert. a good song. I can tell you who it was. Which version? I'm gonna tell you more. Uh, well. Okay, Mike, I'm turning it up. Now I know how Kyle feels. People pointing at him. It's low. Maybe your headphones are low. She said the sexy 
Jackson 5. That's Jermaine. Jermaine is the tell. No, but I think they dropped the 5 just going by the Jackson. No, they never did that. They didn't do that until Jermaine left. Jermaine got too big for his britches. Yeah, it's a great song, though. Yeah, it's a wonderful song. Now, let me tell you something else. Did you watch the cartoon when you were I'm probably... Pat and I have argued about this. I'm probably the biggest Michael Jackson fan you'll ever know. Well, this is... Let me tell you something. When I was growing up, uh, the Jackson Five was the Jackson Five was my favorite band. I uh, they were allowed for, in your house for some reason. <laughs> for some, listen to them. You better not be bringing anything. Listen to the something. Jackson Five. For some reason, I loved like I'm going to tell you all the black centric things I had when I was a kid. I had a Freddie Boom Boom Washington throw rug. I'm Hi not there. kidding. I had his picture Hi on there. it. It was, right, it was at the foot of my bed. going to make me cry. This this is, I'm not lying. <laughs> I, I had all the Jackson 5 albums. I had Michael Jackson. I had the Ben album with the big rat on it. I had, all, I had the Jermaine Jackson <laughs> solo albums. I had... My, my, dad, my dad was... Uh, he worked for a Pennsylvania Electric Company. He was a janitor. And he worked the night shift, and he worked very with a, black. He worked with a black. He worked with a. He worked, <laughs> listen to the, listen to how black this gets. He worked with a black guy. Black guy's name, uh, his nickname, Jonesy. He worked with Jonesy. Okay. Uh, for Christmas one year, I wanted a I wanted a black GI Joe, and I got it. And Jonesy, uh, Jonesy's kid had to get a white GI Joe because Jonesy couldn't find a black GI Joe. <laughs> then the other thing I had, I had a Willie Tyler and Lester ventriloquist. <laughs> Dummy! I had all this. Oh my God. Well, you know what? Lester was hilarious. Willie, not so much. Not so much. Not so much. <laughs> what was great about that doll was it gave me the. I, I was able to say the N word. I go, "It's not me. It's him." Yeah, it's him. Come on, uh, <laughs> I oh, wouldn't do that. This is the but saddest is, story. Isn't that crazy? This is all true. You had a Freddie Boom Boom Washington <laughs> throw rug. Throw yeah. rug. Yeah, got it at Kmart. Like you could get all the characters on this shitty rug. I've Where did at, your parents go to find? Because the the black guy in your story couldn't find any of the black. I think my toys. I think my parents went uh, and they oh, they ordered it like through the J C Penny ca- right. catalog or something, and Amazing. then it came in. Amazing, it's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I had all this stuff when I was a kid. It's it's nuts. It's nuts because now you know I don't like black people. Yeah, now no, no, we turn the corner <laughs> on that. <laughs> hey, that could be our our fun question. What Freddie Boom Boom Washington had a. Catchphrase. If you remember, don't I just, say it. I've been saying it like eight it. times. Did you say it? Yeah. Well, hi there. I don't happen to have my ham, my homework oh, right here. Okay. Andy. <laughs> hi there. Hi there. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't remember. I knew he had one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, hi there. Yeah. Freddie, why do they call you Boom Boom? A boom 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 boom. Really? You play a fake upright bass? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a boom boom boom. boom. Okay. Uh, what? Ted, you're up here. What are you? Uh, am I up? Yeah. yeah. Where are you? Okay. Oh, wait, I'm on the wrong list. Let me click over to Ted's list. Ted didn't bring a list, so he has to lean over my shoulder, make me nervous. <laughs> what do we got? Do uh, do number eight. Do number. Oh, that, that's the next one anyway. Do number eight. Right. This is a this is a uh, contemporary song, uh, a few years old, I think. But what uh, happened to this? I remember she used to be around a lot, and then I don't see her anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened to her, but the, uh, the producer of the song, whose name is dropped throughout the song, married a, uh, Aisha Keys, Alicia Keys. Oh, she's her husband. well, fire it up because I don't know who she you're is, talking uh, about. This, and neither does the audience. So. This is she's hot too. I always liked her. It's a great video. The music video is awesome. If you get a chance to watch. It. Hey, I'm going to interrupt before I play the song, Ted. You are in a music video. You're in the Pink video for for what song? When I first moved here, I did several videos, but for Pink, I was in a um, Don't Let Me Get Me. 
pretty, Bellamy, and pretty, you and you play. I play L.A. Reed. It is. It, you, uh, you, yeah, I remember that. I'm going to post when this goes up. I'm going to post that on Facebook so everyone can see it because it, it is. It's that's great. I did a music video with NSYNC. I'm in their Christmas video. They have that one. Oh, really? With, with Gary Coleman and me and, uh-huh. and NSYNC. I'm in that. And, and you uh, play Willis in that video, right? <laughs> no, that that pink video is so awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's a great hallmark for my. Proof that I was in Hollywood. Yeah. Was she cool? Was Pink <laughs> cool? She was awesome. It was only her second music video. And so she was very, very cool. I hope she's we still talked, cool. Yeah. We talked for at least 25 minutes. She was very cool. I got to ask this question. I she, bumped into her a couple times since then. And she, 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 I say, you may not remember. She goes, oh, my God, I remember you. Oh, that's great. Oh, I right. got in so much trouble because apparently L.A. Reid didn't like the, the depiction oh. of him in the video. So she oh, said, wow. I got... L.A. yelled at me. He hates that video. <laughs> I got to ask because the audience is going to want to know. Did she ride the thumb? <laughs> she was so oh, much God. younger than you. Me. Play the She's song. She's a baby. Here we go. This is uh, this is Eve. You gotta shake it. How hot she is in this. Get yourself a whistle. EVE come through in the minds of pride. Going it big like I live in the Taj Mahal. Talking and I don't get in the blah, they blah. That's why they love enough. That's real than the chick that they talk about. Damn is the words that come out their mouth. She looks good always without a doubt. Ask for it, she back a cake and now. Come on. Okay, I have a, a couple. I liked it. Well, that's, that's, I liked it. That's produced by Swizz Beats. Swiss are Beats. we are we getting out of funk and into hip hop territory no, I, now? I, well, what are what are the parameters <laughs> we're working with? I, I I thought about that when I put it on the list, but I felt like you know it spanned the the, the funk uh, motif. Yeah, it, you know it, it hasn't survived as well as it I wish it had. Right. But every now and then you can you go oh my god that's that's that yeah. and, mm-hmm. and that's not a sample. Which, no. is what, yeah, yeah. which is what the real reason that I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go with this because it's not a sample. It's an original thing, but it's got so much of the heart of funk in it that I, I, I just think it's a great song. And in the music video, any guy listening to this, go to iTunes, <laughs> download this video. You'll thank me later. You will I, be riding your own film. Yeah. She is so cute. And I hot. actually have an Eve connection. I was on her ta- our sitcom. Really? I That's did right. A, you were, what was the sitcom uh, called? Eve. No, it wasn't that. It was <laughs> all Eve. No, it's called Sisters. Yes. How, was she nice? No, it was, it was, she, was, two, she was fine. 227. Shut up. I remember you on Eve. I watched it when you were I was on. a waiter. Yeah, I waited on her and her boyfriend having dinner. So she wasn't nice to you? She was no, she was great. But I mean, it was just like I was, you know, right. I was on one scene. And, you know, how, how much did I really deal with her? Not at, yeah. at the table read and then. In the, but if you, tell me if, if I'm wrong. But in any show I've ever done, I did Eve and any other, like, black produced show. They, uh, there's always a prayer in the, uh, in the dressing room right before the taping, right? Yes. Am I wrong? Okay. No, no they, 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 there is that. I, uh, also on the music video as well? No, not on the music video. Okay. Um, where, 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 what show was I on where they prayed? We all get around and we all, yeah, we're, we're, we're running lines. I did, the, a show, I did Showtime at the Apollo. Uh, oh, back yeah. The okay, they, there they you prayed, go. They prayed there. Did you do a stand-up on it? Uh, no. 
OK. I, here's why. I was supposed oh, to. I would, uh, I was doing comedy to, on that, you're going to get your ass handed to I you. I was supposed to go up, and uh, I actually walked out on stage and, and put the mic down. Because I'd seen... <laughs> I'd minute. seen they comics were... go out and get their heads handed to them, and they they aired it. And I was oh like, yeah. So, but they shot four episodes in one day, from the same audience. Oh no! Every musical act did two numbers and then a comic. That's a long every, day. Yeah, so, that's a long day. So, uh, did you have do two different sets? No, no, no. Every comic there there's a new comic between every musical act, but every musical act did two numbers and then a comic. Oh, you didn't up. want that clown I to was, come out and I take was you the off. Last either. comic. On the list of so there'd been they the audience had listened to Sinbad was emceeing oh, oh, the right. audience had listened to God knows how many numbers uh, Atlantic Star who was the black rock band that was really hot Living made. Color in yeah, Living yeah, Color Living Color no uh, Living they, Color they Living Color yeah they performed uh, who were the other comics do you remember Cult of Personality just, is that yeah, the song yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they sang that and so Vernon Reed yeah that's, yeah but uh, so I walked out Sinbad introduced me <clears throat> he goes ladies and gentlemen this guy's next your comic he's blah 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 thing. real fun and they had to bring Sinbad out like three times because he would come out and they wouldn't clap or applaud and the guy would stop because they're you know, tired of him yeah they just have been there for four hours oh god so they so you know after the fourth time they they demand that you gotta clap we're gonna do it again come on they were Sinbad and he'd come out and then then after the fourth time that he introduces me I come out and there's like booing and hissing <laughs> And I walked out to the middle stage, and they were booing, and I said, hey, everybody, blah, blah. I said, okay, thank you. And I put the mic, ah. I put the mic on the floor and walked the hell I'm like, no. You didn't do anything. No. You didn't do I, one joke? No, because I've, I've seen shows on, uh, uh, before the show was canceled. They would air comics begging, and I'm like, this is my career. No, does not yeah. need. No, you don't need that. Broadcast footage of me being right. chewing ignored. It. Yeah. No. And having that clown come out and right. take you off. Well, yeah, no, no they, one they needs that. They only did that for the, uh, for the amateur portion of the show. Oh, I, I think they would have made an exception <laughs> I, for you. I, I, you would have been coming out. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get back to the music here. All right. I'm yeah. going to give some love to my hometown of Chicago, okay. which you lived in, Ted, for quite a while. For 10 years. You, even though you're an Ohio native, oh, we accepted you with open arms. This is a Chicago native with a classic. This is Curtis Mayfield with Superfly. Percussion, that percussion, yeah. that bongo or whatever. I'm is. giving love to drummers this oh whole show. I already God. called out Bernard Purdy. Yeah, that, that, that percussion throughout that is just insane. Was there any place by you that played the exploitation movies? You had Shaft I was too young Superfly to see this movie when it came out. Black Belt Jones? Yeah, this was like 72, I yeah, believe. I was too young. Yeah. It was rated R, and no one would let me see it. But uh, I remember... Just loving the album. My, my uncle had the album. My mm-hmm. mom wouldn't buy it because she was my mom was religious and it had a you know drug influence. Oh yeah, to the, the movies about the pusher man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the, the album wasn't allowed in the house for a very long time. But my my uncles, I love my uncles. I had an uncle Nate and. Uh, is this the one who carried the gun in the Crown Royal he, bag? Yeah, he had. Okay. Uh, he had. He was. He was. What I loved about him is that we would go to church every Sunday. Yeah. And uh, he would go to church, but then after church, he would take me. 
with him to wherever I don't know what he would do, but we would go from from <laughs> place pub to, to place, pub, yeah, to pub. making collections. He would give me a stack of quarters to go play the from place to place to the play the jukebox, machine or play whatever. jukebox, play and jukebox. Would, yeah, oh. and he would sit at the bar and talk to certain people, and then we'd go to another. <laughs> and I'm dressed in my Sunday clothes, and it was awesome. I don't know what that was oh, about. He, uh, I can't guess, but he must have had a sweet ride. Tell me sweet what, kind, what, what was, was he driving? It was like a '98. It was a '98, like a like oh, a oh, like an Oldsmobile, yeah, yeah, big like wine colored, nay, wine colored. I love it. Yeah, love it. Uh, I, just I don't boat. know if I was like a shield. It's like no one's going to yeah. off no, me yeah, if I right. got my eight-year-old nephew. And then <laughs> when, uh, when he would walk in, when everyone would go, hey, Nate, yeah. they all know his yeah, name. He was cool. He was very cool. Big guy, very cool. Still with I, us? I don't know. He passed I think, like a year ago. Oh, But he was, Uncle he was Nate. the coolest guy. Yeah. I'm going to be that uncle with my nephew, I think. <laughs> so far, let me tell you something. All the songs we played, uh, if I'm at a party, I'm not, uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not complaining. Okay, good. I like everything. Really good. Well, Ted, you're up. Ted's up. This is what do I have right here, and this is a misspelling. You were fearing the funk, Pat. And I was, now I was you're fearing ne- the funk. And Don't now fear I'm the right funk. It. Fear your ass, and your mind will follow. I got to tell you, too, I'm buzzing right now. George Clinton, yeah, you're good. We have a beer and a half. It's called 14, one beer, 14. one beer, Pat. Right here. That's, yeah. I like what this. Yeah, one beer, and I'm on my second beer. Two sip, Francis. That's what we call him. <laughs> telling you, I am. Uh, I usually only drink when Johnny I'm, Lightweight when I'm in my house. <laughs> hey, enough of those jokes. Okay. Editing all that out. Big pussy. What if I uh, <laughs> what if I edited you out completely and I just re-recorded myself? My mic's not on. Introducing is your songs. It's just in my headphones. My mic's not on. Okay, what, can, I gotta tell. The, I gotta tell this. The the, the, the band's cameo. Oh, but the, I love it. The album's called Cameosis. 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 Yeah. This is a great song. That's insane. It sounds like pre-word up, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. I like it. Yeah, the harmonies, the vocals. Uh, these guys, I saw these guys live, and it, you can see how many on the, look, the yeah. album cover. One, at least. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, n- nine guys. Yeah, I can't help but think of it. I'm, I'm still in the 80s uh, cameo thoughts of the, with the cod piece and, and the that, fade and, and the, the word up. That was actually and, the you know, dissension. That's the sad thing because they, they, right they, they were right? at the height of their popularity, but that, that was probably some of their least most dynamic Soulful music. song. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. tell you, on this cover, one, two, three, four, five, five, six of these guys, here's what they're wearing. Imagine having like a V-neck tee and now grab the V and pull it 
down right. to your down belly to the navel. stretching. Yeah, right. That's what five of these six guys are wearing. I saw them live at a place called, in, in Ohio called the Front Row Theater, which was, a, I saw Luther Vandross there and a couple other people. And the thing about it was an intimate theater, but the stage spun. Oh, wow. Oh, the stage cool. spun around, so everybody sat around. So it's 360? Yeah. yeah. So, and so when these guys, when they introduced these guys. The stage, now, wait, wait. The stage always spun around or yeah. just for them? No, no, everyone. For Luther, oh, okay. everyone that saw the stage spun, so there was no bad seats. So, uh, but these guys came out and uh, the, the, the room went black, completely dark, lights out. You couldn't see anything. No and, pun intended. No, yeah. no. And then the lights <laughs> came on and the stage, which had been empty, was full of those nine guys and probably six other guys oh, on, no, horn, yeah, on yeah. horns. The stage is full of black Massive. guys <laughs> jumping. That, and that's the music just, dun, 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 <laughs> and it, it scared the crap out of me. That can't it was like be, a uh, magic trick. <laughs> that can't be cost effective when you have to pay 16 guys every night. Yeah, no. I was just like, when you think back of like George Clinton and those guys, they had like 50 people on yeah. stage. Right. And they had a spaceship falling down. <laughs> and like, what the hell is going on? Well, even when I saw Prince, he had a ton of people, but it was awesome. But yeah. I don't think a lot Hammer of, used to have 100 people on stage doing nothing. Yeah. A lot of musicians. Getting paid. Then and probably today. You know, you work for you work for tail. You work for money. And oh yeah, they got paid in. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to get a lot of tail. Yeah, you get a lot of tail. They got paid in thumb rides. That's what they <laughs> yeah, I always I always wonder what what bands make. Even like today, when I go see like one of my stupid bands, I like. I'm like, what is what is Asia making to play the Canyon Club? I know because they got to pay some roadie guys. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, those guys got like oh, I got to bring my guitar tech. Yeah, and, you know, and I guys mean, like that and. Yeah, well, so I mean, weird. as comics, we know that uh, you know a lot of gigs you, you didn't make a killing, but but it was just us. Is, We're not well, splitting it five ways. But the yeah. trick is to stay booked. So if you do yeah. a handful of gigs at at one hundred and fifty bucks a, a gig, yeah. then you're going to be okay at the end of the month right. if you do if you book it properly. Yeah, and I'm. You know, I'm sure that it, you know exponentially. That's what we're talking about. Right. You know, you're yeah, you got to make it worth your while. Gonna make a killing, but if you know what else, you, you're a comic, you're a musician. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, that's true. No, it's so you got to make your money live now, especially. I, when I'm reading down the list of, of these of these bands, like maybe maybe some have passed away, but like these bands don't seem to have a um, like like every summer, uh, you know, Sticks and Ario Speedwagon. Those guys are still out on the road. Oh, there's the, like big tours. Is there, is there big tours? Oh yeah, that they'll that have I'm like just a, um, privy to. They'll have like a '70s funk reunion tour. They'll have like a lot of '80s stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, like New Edition has been going out with uh, the Boys to Men and all these kind of things. Yeah, but some of these old school, like you know, like the Isley Brothers and Parliament and Cameo. I don't see those. George Clinton's still going around, but the Isley Brothers, I think, are more or less retired. Can I break protocol to mm-hmm. answer that question? Mm-hmm. If you play, let me jump to your list. Play, um, yeah. Which one? Give me a number. He's pointing. You can't see. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. To answer that question about funk groups, still they're, touring. They're still. They're this, still making yeah. a killing. This band still is. These guys are. There okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> These guys tour every year, Still. and they do state state fairs. <laughs> I saw them at a state fair. I saw an ad for them. It was the most insane state fair concert I've ever seen. Because they got like at least eight hits, and if you just do those eight yep. hits back to back, they must uh, state, war. State fair must pay money though, because oh yeah, they're able to pay them off of the uh, off the funnel cake money. You yeah. know what I mean? Seriously. Exactly. This is a good group. Oh, it's a great song. How it's much time song. we got, Pat? 
you know what? Uh, we've been going for one fourteen. Oh shit! I, I, but I don't care. Oh really? Yeah, okay. We, we, if this is long, hey, look, I try to keep it around an hour, but if it's long, it's long. I got about hundred it, other songs. It's so rock gotta, solid, so who knows how many if we'll ever do funk again? So let's let's uh, funk well, it out. All right. Well, uh, I'm wait, gonna. Wait, I'm gonna. That kind of hurt my feelings that wait. we would never do funk again. <laughs> I got to tell you, you guys seem to be covering the entire catalog you know pretty great. Go fuck yourself. Go funk yourself. Go funk yourself. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead well, there's one. There was one band that I can't believe we, I brought one of their songs, and I can't believe we haven't cover, We haven't played them yet. But I'm going to play the guy who's the leader of that band. He produced another band and wrote this song and gave it to this girl group who had a one hit with it, and it was during that time when this guy was on fire. So I got to be honest, a, I didn't follow any of that. Okay, is it? Are we in Produce, order? or Am I skipping? Yes, go in order. Uh, this is uh, one of my favorite songs from that era. This is an awesome one hit wonder by The Emotions, written by Maurice White of Earth, Wind, and Fire, and produced. Song for Pharrell's uh, "Happy." It's, oh yeah, it's one of those songs that just you just yeah. feel. Everybody great. loves it. You can't you help feel but feel great. Move along with it. it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Feel you feel better. And so. That's when he was like in the zone when like Earth Wind and Fire was uh, really cranking, and he's just like, "Hey, I just got this other song. Let me just give it to this Let me, yeah. girl band I'm producing." And then boom, number one. Prince, just think, think, of, think of the songs that Prince gave away. Prince, yeah, yeah. Compares to you, Manic Monday. Manic Monday. Why am I yeah. in? Um, I'm so fucking drunk right now. Twelve. I will answer your. What was, what was the song you just played? What was it called? The Best, Best of, my, of love. my Love. Best of My Love. I'll, I'll see that and match you with uh, this is a, Genius this, this of is, Love. This is an out-of-the-box oh, yeah, like out pick. Another happy sure. song that you cannot be sad. What is it? Chris Franz and Tina Weymouth Tina from, Weymouth. Uh, Talking Heads. from Talking Heads. Talking Heads. They formed their own band called? Tom Tom Club. Tom Tom Club. Fun, natural fun. I dare you to not be bouncing in your seat. Mariah Carey loved it. She took it. Yeah. She sampled the shit out of it. Oh, did she? For what song? Oh, her big hit. Uh, Yes, that was her biggest hit. I can't think of the name of it. Of course. Well, that'll be our question then. No, everybody knows Okay. (laughs) What sucks is no matter what question you ask, people just Wikipedia or Google it. right. Do a question from the show. We can ask uh, who was hosting the show that Ted got booed off of, and what was the name of the show. <laughs> That's true. Can ask him what my throw rug looked like. Yeah, That's a great exactly. song. I forgot about that one. Oh, it's a great song. That's it's a good so, one. That's they don't have any other songs. Tom Tom Club. Yeah. The, I mean, they do, but they don't. Nothing they you would know, really. No, nothing we would know. If they were so good, they'd keep recording. But there's a band, Talking Heads, that the never 
re did they ever get back for together? the rock and roll hall of fame induction when that was it yeah david burns off in his own world isn't he yeah some of those guys just but you know what rick ocasek put the cards back together for a short time so maybe it's gonna do take it david Byrne to like decide yeah, the oh, other absolutely. ones can't decide <laughs> no <laughs> the they, ones are like hey let's get back together they like, wanted oh, to out. well they then w- it's not happening they either they did or they wanted to record as called calling themselves the heads with different vocalists and oh, he, he right. sued them Oh, well, okay. That's always funny. It's always yeah. amazing when groups like that. It's, I feel the same way about Fuji's. Uh, you know, they're hip hop, but they, yeah, you know, they, they had like one, they had several albums. They had one really big hit album that wrote them a ticket to do whatever they wanted. Yeah. And, and Lauren came, Hill. Right. Left, she went. Is she in jail now? No, something? She, she, what is she She's doing? had her troubles. Yeah. She's had her troubles. She's been, she, I think she was arrested or was for, it a tax, tax evasion. Yeah, yeah. But they just, the, but it just shows you how much they must really hate each other. Yeah. To oh, not yeah. be able to get together. It's a divorce. Move. Yeah. It's a divorce. How do you, I could never divorce. If I could never divorce. If the three of us were a band or a yeah. group or whatever, I'm like, dude, we can put aside our, Whatever we can it make is. some money. You would think <laughs> so. We, we got to live. You don't got to travel together. You don't. You just. You right. just go in the studio. Yeah. Drop that record. And get the <laughs> well, hell out of Dodge. I will tell you that uh, here's here's proof that it can be done. Uh, Joey and Johnny Ramone didn't talk to each other for the last ten years they were together because uh, Johnny stole Joey's girlfriend. So oh, they would ride. They would ride, and they got married. Then years. they got married. It was more than ten years. I, I don't think. understand. And that they would at ride. All. They would ride in a, in a, in a, van, in a together. van together. And there would be there would be conversation. Like everyone would be involved in the conversation, but Joey and Johnny wouldn't like no. you know act directly. Yeah, because they That's knew where the, they knew where the bread Jermaine, was buttered. Yeah, Jermaine Jackson married. His brother Randy's. That's why Randy's not in the tour with them now because Jermaine married his sis, his brother's sister, his what? brother's wife. And what does Randy do? What does a Randy Jackson do? Does I don't he, know. But does, how? My question is: How do you marry your brother's wife? How do you do that? Wait, ex- married his ex-wife? Yes. Or, or did yes. they have an affair when they were going when they were still married? They, I, I believe he married her. I believe that. Wow. Either, and either she was Randy's wife, or Randy had a baby with her, or something. Uh-huh. But oh. there was there was concrete. That relationship was was concreted. I can't look at Jermaine without thinking of Chris Rock's bit. Other, what's his? What's is his? He, is he just not the greasiest looking motherfucker? <laughs> he is very shiny. He is uh, very shiny. He didn't no. used to be. I got the did what you did what you did when you did to me album. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so funny. He didn't used to be. He, no. <laughs> he is now. All right, we're gonna keep moving along. Whose uh, turn is it? Ted just, Ted just played the genius boy. I'm slurring my speech. Right yeah, now. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna good. go with. We always talked about how a great horn section makes a, a good funk band. And yeah. This is one of the best horn sections ever in funk history. This is Tower of Power with "What Is Hip." I like how you, you introduce that like a DJ. What horn is that playing? Oh, what is God. that? It's a trumpet? Is yeah, it's a trumpet. trumpet. It's a... Love the trumpet. 
Like a nice trumpet in a song, don't like you? A, it's not like a, it's not like when you were in high school and the kids were playing trumpet. No, in the that's a band. tight, tight horn section. That's a good trumpet. That'd be a good song to play. I would like to see a marching band take on that one. I would yeah. love that. Yeah. Weren't they like a group of studio? They could have been. Yeah, I think they were. Created the... I think so. I'm going to jump in. There here. was no seem to be real lead front man. Right, that but the man, they were great. I'm going to yeah. jump in here because when I thought of uh, when I thought of funk, this is the first song that jumped in my head uh, as a guy who's not. Uh, Funky? Not, not, not funky. <laughs> so, uh, so let me just. Uh, this needs no I was introduction. Myself this needs for no not introduction. This on my list, I think. Look at that album cover. Look at that logo. I love what, it. What, what song is Speaking it? of bands that should get back together, let's. How about this? These guys. Yeah, I was kicking myself. Talk about. Talk about. I know bass, you did. Talk about baseline. Now, how? Yeah, this is an after. I brought this one too, but how much? How bad? Do Lionel Richie and the Commodores not like each other? That, that, they get right. I mean, Lionel doesn't need them. I know he doesn't, but the time's ticking. Yeah. Clock is ticking. And he wrote most of the songs. Yeah, so he yeah. can do. He's them. getting paid, and he can do them in concert without them. I know. He, he doesn't. Have, it's the Dennis DeYoung theory. He doesn't have to tour. I know. The other guys do. What was the song they had without without uh, without uh, Lionel Richie? Night Shift. Night Shift. Night Shift. Yeah. Night Shift. Commemorate, commemorate After Marvin Gaye Marvin died. Gaye's Marvin Gaye's I almost brought in the other Com- uh, Machine Gun, which is a great funk song by the Commodores. That's another. That I saw. Uh, I saw uh, Tina Turner open for Lionel Richie. Really? Yeah. I had. So uh, did I. I. I mean, Jamie and I saw that concert. Yeah, I had. Um, I was uh, dating this girl Beth, and we. I got her tickets. We dated for a long time. And then, uh, and then we broke up, and I said, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to have those tickets back. <laughs> <laughs> and she gave them back, and then I took, uh, I took a different took girl. took a different girl. Yeah. It's the girl that I broke up with Beth mm. for. I don't think, yeah. I, if I was her father, I would have said, you know what? He, uh, he's Let me tell you. I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> he's got to go buy some new tickets, honey. You keep those tickets. Here's how this, here's how this breakup went down. I, uh, I was coming home from college for the summer, and uh, my girlfriend, Beth, who I dated for like two and a half years, she has a... She goes, what are we going to do tonight? I go, you know, honey, I'm going to uh, I'm going to actually go out with uh, Jim and John tonight because uh, they've been away at school. He, she was a she was a senior in high school and I was a freshman in college. Oh, okay. So I said, uh, I'm going to go out. I haven't seen Jim and John for a year, so I'm going to hang out with them. Then we'll do something tomorrow. And she's like, well, I would rather that we did something. And I said, well, we're not. And so I went out <laughs> with Jim and John. And then the next day, I'm driving by a, a girl who I always liked, uh, Bridget Agner. And she was out washing her car, and you know how that is, guys. Oh, and, getting all uh, soapy and wet, huh? And uh, I stopped and talked to Bridget a little bit, and uh, went home and called Beth and said, yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah, Bridget, Bridget, was cool hand Luke yeah. watching the girl wash the car? Can I tell you why I broke up with Beth really, though? The real reason, the thing that really nailed it is uh, uh, one night we were just hanging out, we were watching TV, and she goes, well, what do you think you want to do with, uh, with your life? What do you think you would like to do? And I said, I think I'd like to try stand-up comedy. And she laughed at me, but not for and, the right reason. Right. And I was, and from that point, I was like, "Well, fuck you, you know, then." Yeah, fuck you, exactly. Ah, so uh, enjoy your life in uh, so small you, town Pennsylvania. Thank you, Jim and John and Bridget, for giving me uh, the need to uh, end that. Yeah, telling a lot of personal stories tonight. Very well, personal. That was you know, deep. We should give you more beer. I this know. is good. I need. Uh, well, this is only one and a half. Uh, who's <laughs> okay. up? Who's up? Ted's up. Who's up? Okay. Go to thirteen. What is that? No. Yeah. Go to thirteen. Go to thirteen. This is uh this is an answer to uh to something you played earlier. We won't say who it You're is. You can tell me what is hip. We, 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 oh, it's <laughs> those we won't say who it is. All right. Here we go. 
1973 from the album Fresh. Siegel's trying to guess. Gotta guess. Do you want me to stay? Yes. By, it's not Stevie Wonder? No. Nope. But you've already referenced him? I think it's like maybe the first or second song you referenced. E- was, was oh, it's a Sly Stone. It's Sly and the Family Stone? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sly and the Family. The I family. If you want me to stay. That's, if uh, if, what I love about that. I own this. That's why I was like, why? why? The Family Stone is actually touring this summer. I think oh, good. They, they yes. might be opening for war, maybe. I think I did hear, hear that. Not Sly, but the Family Stone. No, Sly's off on uh, some planet he's, somewhere. Yeah, he's fried he's his long brain. gone. He's fried his brain. But the, 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 the gasps of air in between the verses, if you listen to that, uh-huh. when you... <gasps> Yeah. In between, in between, <laughs> it, that, here's a story for me in that song. When we were kids, my my, my mom bought my sister and I um, mono cassette players uh-huh. for Christmas. So she got her own. You remember those stream, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those streamline yep. yeah, yeah, cassette yeah, yeah, yeah. players? Yeah. So she got one. I got one. And my my mom bought. Uh, my sister got the Jackson Five cassette, mm-hmm. and I got this fresh cassette. Yeah. And as a kid, you. You, it's a great song. It's a great album. It's got Case of Rosserol. Right, right. It's got a lot of great songs on but that Sly album. But Sly didn't have a cartoon every Saturday right. morning. So, so to give <laughs> a 10-year-old or an 8-year-old boy a Sly, and then give his sister the Jackson 5, I was it was Christmas, and I was just devastated. I was wrecked for like a month. Because every time I wanted to hear the Jackson 5, I had to go beg my sister. Right. She's a classic sister, so she would say no, even if she wasn't listening to it. And, and you can hear her through the wall, A, B, C. Yeah, and you can't barter a Sly and <laughs> Family Stone album. There's no, no way to barter. Not fresh well, anyway. You can listen to mine. <laughs> I complained to my mother. How dare you? She threatened to hit me if I didn't stop bitching about it. She yeah, cause, yeah, she should have, because that's a great gift when you're a kid. I got one of those one year, too, and I broke it Christmas Day, and then I had to wait. To return it because because nothing's open exactly. But now, Christmas Day, you didn't even last a day. You broke it. I, I don't know what I did. I <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> but now that that uh, that album is just it's so many so many great songs yeah. on that that fresh album. And do you ever bring this up to your sister? Yeah, she yeah we talk about it. She's like, <laughs> you, you wish I remember you were such a baby. I was. I was just devastated. What, where like, were you in the lineup of ch- how many children? Uh, at that point, there was just. The two of us at that point, just, just me, two. Yeah, she. But you were the youngest. Yeah, my my uh, my younger. I have two younger brothers, and then we're each. Um, the other one's five years younger mm-hmm. than the, the younger one under him is ten years younger. Yeah. So me and my sister were so just the two of us for a really long time, and at that point. What? Why did you tell Uncle Nate, hey, while you're making the rounds, why don't you pick me up a cassette of the uh, Jackson 5, huh? Can, I just, can you believe my why mom you bought up me your, this crap? Well, yeah, so, why don't you get in your pimp money? Why don't yeah. you uh, buy if, a cassette? If you want me to stay. Yeah. <laughs> so how many kids total in your family then eventually? Uh, I come from a splintered family, so my dad divorced and then he yeah. married and had kids with this okay. woman that he was married to. And then my mom, my mom had kids from yeah. a subsequent gotcha. relationship. So uh, on my mother's side, I have... There's four of us. Okay. And on my dad's side, there's three, 
Three of wow, three that's of a lot. And where are you? You're in the middle. I'm the middle. I'm yeah, three. I'm in the middle too. We need all the attention. Yeah, damn right. That's that's why we end up in you, show business. You have an older, that's why we're in the on talking to yeah. nobody here on yeah, the, the microphone. Right. You have an older brother, younger sister. Yeah, that's the same. That's same the with same you. Yes. Yeah, okay. We're yeah, learning a lot here. That younger sister gets everything. She's not only the youngest. Yes, she's yeah, the only girl. and the only girl. Yeah, she gets all uh, all the stuff, fu- all the attention. Tell, I'm, I'm just gonna throw it right out there. What a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, whose turn is it right now? It's me. Here we go. I found oh, a, a well, nugget that I I'm surprised is not on that four CD okay, uh, thing. Now, I'm gonna tell away. you right now. I have never in my I didn't life either. this was heard a one hit wonder band. from 1972. No idea. This is Dennis Coffey and the Detroit Guitar Band with a song called Scorpio. If this is not a theme song for a cop show, I don't know what should be. Yeah, what is this from oh, the rookies? Oh, that's a tick Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is like a Schlitz malt liquor ad. Like you, you can see the cops just walking yeah. down the street, right? Or driving. Through. The odd thing about this song, it's an instrumental. Now, fast forward it to... What did I put in there? Two minutes, I, 30 seconds or something? I have no idea. I don't have oh, any. Oh, the sheet I gave you, you ignored? Yeah. Okay, good. This so this is it. This is the... It's like a minute and a half of just the bass. drums and bass. I like a nice rhythm section. What do you say? Who knows? I think you said grab it, Charlie. Yeah. Grab it, Charlie. So there you go. That was like a... There you go. Scorpio. No, it's not the Scorpio I thought of. Scorpio by Dennis Coffey and the Detroit Guitar Band. And right in the middle, you can grab it, Charlie. Grab it. (laughs) I don't know what the guy said. That was funky, huh? That, that was the, very 70s. That very the, 70s. That should be the question. What's the, what's the line that the guy yells at in the middle yeah. of that song? We going with this, Ted? Uh, what is that? Can you see? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're at home, do you wear, re, do you wear reading sometimes, glasses? Sometimes yeah. I do. What about you? You you wearing reading glasses? I know. I'm going to get them, I think. I'm at that point. I, have, uh, I haven't got reading glasses yet, but I do have a colostomy bag and a hearing aid. <laughs> uh, My prostate's the size <laughs> of a watermelon. Are we here? Yeah, go ahead. That's good. Are you doing what I just did? Don't trip on the wires. You'll shut us all down. You'll shut us down. It's a shame that he left because you're playing this for him to hear. We're drinking, folks, so we have to. We're taking pee breaks. This is a uh, confunction. It's right in the title of the band. It is the best of confunction. The song's called Fun. It's got a capital F with a small F and then a U and an N. Fun. That's great. We're playing the longest clips we ever play, Ted. Normally we play about 30 seconds, 45 seconds, but... uh, Hopefully ASCAP and BMI won't uh, we'll come, come calling me. The, the the thing about this music, I think that's true with all the music, you know, most of the music we're playing, is that this is before the uh, dissension of just, you know, booty, booty. <laughs> you know, it went from shaking your booty right. to uh, now I'm going to sing about all the things I intend to do yeah. to your booty. And that has been like the downfall of R&B and, and 
you know, a lot of just, you know, the black popular music is just, you know, it's not like this. It's right. Not, it's not about, you know, right. anything. You just feel yeah, like, oh, it, my God, it doesn't how many feel, ways? It's, it's, yeah, it's not. Uh, sometimes the the hardcore rap and the the negative things against women it's not it's not it's not obviously not fun right and it's yeah and it's just it feeds a certain mindset and it's just yeah i don't i don't want to get on a soapbox but it just makes you sad after a while he uh we did a we did a triple x show early on uh first couple seasons where we played songs where where there was swearing and dirty i mean we played we it wasn't just rap it was everyone right and uh, and uh, my co-host at the time, I call him Voldemort because he, he it's he who shall not be named. <laughs> uh, we don't say his name anymore. He who who shall not be named. I don't he him. played a rap song that I was like, oh, "This is the most gross thing." I mean, the guy was like, "Was geez, it like Ghetto Boys it, or something?" It was, or what was really the... it was really hardcore, like really negative stuff against women. I couldn't believe it. I've never heard anything like it. And you have daughters, though. You're probably looking at it a different way now. And you have a you have a daughter, have a daughter as well. well, but yeah, but it's just uh, we try to keep them protected as much as possible. Yeah, and it, there's just a. Uh, Did your just, daughter ever come back with a? What is she listening to now? What is she into? How old is your daughter? First of all, Grace today? is twelve. Twelve. She's twelve, and so she. My daughter listens to more show tunes. What she loves and, and show you, tunes. And you really? say and you say fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah she lives. She loves. Honey, listening to Pippin again. Yeah, there's a channel <laughs> yeah. uh, she can get on her Sirius Radio. Good. And she listens to show tunes yeah. more than anything else. You couldn't keep her away from the acting, could we're, you? We're trying I'm to trying. keep. We're trying to keep our daughters the age acting the age that they should act. Like when I go to my daughter's school, I see the girls that are acting like they're 15 and 16, and I, you know, and I'm glad that my daughter. Seems to be acting at the exact age she should be acting. I think so too, oh, and I think cool. I think everyone should try to keep their kids like that. Yeah, before they because they're going to go that way eventually. So yeah, they're going to get older as long as you can preserve. Yeah, and that's what that's what I'm talking about with this music is just there's a there's a just something you know good just good uh, about it. Yeah, I would. Uh, Ninety five percent of the music we've played today, I would I would definitely not feel uh, like I couldn't play that for my thirteen year old daughter. No, she would love this stuff. She would be dancing around the room, having a good time. Crank it in the kitchen next time, and we'll see. I know Pilar would dance with it, and then she'll, they'll join in. They'll definitely. Ta- well, you know, I got all these songs now. You guys okay. gave me a flash drive, <laughs> so I have these. So uh, what? Uh, how about we do a couple more each, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, we'll do a couple more each. Okay. Look, look, here's the deal. It's late night. There's not sometimes we usually record two or three shows at a time. I know it's just us. We got one here. I could We're go. We're getting buzzed. I, I could go all night I with this. Like There's it. a couch here. I just sleep here. I go to work tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm fine. Now, will your will your wife listen to this when this posts? Yeah, she will. And okay. and, and all my friends on Facebook will yeah. will listen to it too. But not our kids because we said riding a thumb. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, you're up. Well, I'm going to play a band. Uh, a, I've never heard of this in my bunch life. of white bunch of white guys, and I, I'm going to hear. I'm oh no, say, no, they're kind of average. They're kind of uh, average. I this is the average of, I, white band. I have heard of this band. We pick up the pieces. Uh, I've heard this song a million times. I, and if you asked me what it was called or who sang it, yeah. I wouldn't have known. I always know the song from Swingers. Yeah, this is the this is what's playing when they're driving up six in a row up to that party up in the hills. The very L.A. thing. They can't go in one car. Right. They got to take you know five. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you never know. It's fun to watch Swingers now that we've lived out here. 
This is an instrumental mic? Yeah, pretty good. Other than just saying, pick up the pieces, that's it. So there you go. It's a classic. <laughs> they had a drummer. A I think average white the, band. The drummer passed, and then and then they got a black drummer. Oh, which, when I was the? a kid, I was very offended that they got the a average black white drummer. band and, and I, that guy. <laughs> you still call yourself the average white band, but that guy's clearly not an average white guy. Well, the beat is yeah. very important. Yeah. Come on, let's be honest. So there's one black guy in the band. <laughs> well, look, cut to cut to now. Tom Petty has a black drummer. So oh, we're fine. Hey. The Go Go's had a black bassist, or the Bengals. The Bengals. Oh, the Bengals. Had black bassist. Yeah. Saw. Yeah, and oh, they, I just ruined it. Uh, Go go, see, I did that thing. Yeah, the Bengals, and they didn't. Uh, they didn't introduce that guy. They didn't. And that guy was amazing. Yeah, I know. Debbie Peterson talked about him. Yeah, she did. Gave him a shout out on this show, but yeah, did not. Uh, didn't didn't talk about him on stage. stage. They let him hang. Oh, so so far, so far, what I'm feeling. Is, they uh, didn't let, uh, let me let me rephrase uh, that. They didn't let him hang. Left, the, him, left him hanging. They left him hanging. I, well, that's not even good either. So far, what I'm seeing with funk is we got the wah wah guitar. Got the heavy bass line. Horns. We got some horns. Got the horns. Live real drums. I like. And uh, it makes you feel good. Yes. It's not. It's not a downer. No. Not at all. It's not the blues. No. Totally different. And uh, it's not Barry White telling you to you know make a baby. How you doing? You get, go with fifteen. Nothing, there's not a time go to, to place for that. Fifteen. Yeah. I like this. This is recent. This is one of the okay a newer guys. one. Okay, good. That it's so still... funny you say it's recent and it's ten years old. <laughs> Isn't for that funk? crazy? For, for, for R&B and, and for funk? Yeah. Like right. I said, the, 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 the But I'm demise. saying, when, when I see this date, when someone says 2004, I think, oh, that's last week. It's not. It's 10 years ago. Yeah. All right. Wow, well, we're getting uh, Yeah, the we're years getting up are, there. What did someone say to me the other day? The days, the days go slow and the years go by fast. Yes. Amen, brother. Mm-hmm. All right. I am drunk. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> town. Oh, yeah. There we go. Is this 10 years old already? It's hard to believe. But it's, Come on. I think it's, this is a phenomenal album. If you haven't heard this album, this whole album is really good. This is uh, Usher featuring Little John, who I know from Celebrity Apprentice, and Ludacris. Yeah. And Dave Chappelle imitating him. Lil John has the greatest gig ever. Who is the producer that <laughs> listens to the track without Lil John and goes, you know what it needs? Yeah, it needs yeah. somebody just randomly screaming, <laughs> oh, yeah! Yay! Uh-huh. yeah! Uh, you're, you're singing your heart out. You're giving the most soulful R&B performance. Yeah. And Lil John comes in and mucks yeah. it, mucks it Can up. Can you imagine it, not being there the day? 15 you, minutes you to lay those down. You drop the track and then you come back the next day and they've dropped the, the, the Lil John yeah. shit over it. Hey, what happened <laughs> what when I left hell? the studio last night? Yeah! <laughs> okay! <laughs> okay! <laughs> oh. Is uh, <laughs> 2004? It's 2004. And there's come another on. song on his list that I can't believe it wasn't like three years ago. Mm. Um, I'm going to play my last song. I had three songs in my list, okay, in my funk list. And uh, this basically sums up... Uh, sums up uh, Funk for me. Here we go. And I'm sorry, Siegel. This was in your. This was no, in your list. Take it. Yep. I know. <laughs> more white boys. Yeah, more white boys. This got radio play when I was a kid. Oh, a huge hit. AM radio, WFBG, out of this, Altoona. This is a KTL hit, buddy. Yeah. It's got that sexy cover. It's a great, it's a great group. 
You think the guy who wrote this has uh, some mailbox money still? He wrote it. The guy who wrote it, not yeah. saying it. Yeah. one of the most uh, well-known bass start to the beginning of the song ever. It rivals uh, Rick James's, uh what's the Rick James? Give it to me, baby. No. Uh, Super Freak. Super, Super Freak. Boom, doom, 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 doom. Gap you guys, n- none of you guys have uh, Rick James on here. No, Get, I did. I Get brought Rick man. James. You did? Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh, How sorry. dare you? Yeah, sorry. you dropped a bomb. I think it you know what? I'm just going to bump that up. I'm going to bump that up to your next song. Okay, play it. All right. I brought. I didn't bring in Super Freak, but I brought on this one. This is a hit in '78 for Rick James. Oh yeah, oh yeah. God, also not with us. Rock in peace, Rick yeah. James. Did you ever see Dave Chappelle's thing on him with Charlie Murphy? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. That is classic. Charlie Murphy. I can't believe you guys didn't bring in Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> you and I, I by Rick James. That's a good tune. 1978. Wow. That guy's got a lot of hits. He does. Someone's getting some of his mailbox money. Who's getting that? Rick James Estate? Yeah. <laughs> What's next? What do we got here? I don't know. What do you, uh, is he down to one more? Here's what we'll one do. More no, he's, he's got six more, but here's what we'll do. No, I mean, yeah, uh, I just we can't play sure all. I'm going to let you each play two more. Okay. Really? <laughs> I did two, like, uh, that was my second after I said... To. Play two more, and then I got wow. a lot. Of, I got a lot of business to talk about. You are drunk. I got to take a pee again. I'll edit that out. <laughs> what do we got? Do, uh, do eighteen. Do eighteen. Eighteen. You th- you think you're going to play that, or are we going to bypass that? Because if you're not going to play it, I'm going to talk about it. Do you want to play it? No, I don't care if you play. You're going to talk about it, then play it. goddammit. it! All right. Well, I'm going to play this one first. Look at that cover. That's from the. I love that. These guys. I can't see these guys. These guys are phenomenal. Here we go. Ba- crazy oh, yeah. baseline. Crazy, crazy. Love this one. Now this relates to the last uh the last um this is the theme song to Celebrity Apprentice. Which uh little John was on Celebrity Apprentice. We played this on our uh money show. With yes Chip. we did. This is the second time this has been played with Mike Siegel on the name. The OJ. Yeah. Ted couldn't be more opposite than Chip Chinnery. Oh yeah. He's the chocolate chip. Uh, <laughs> what does Chip call himself? White chocolate is what Chip does. This is the longest track. Yeah, I know. No, it's not, actually. From the Kelly. intro, you got to get to... Uh, this is 7 minutes, 20 seconds long. Let's hear it all. I'm gonna, no. I'm going to bump up. <laughs> hey, I only brought in... Money can drive people out of their yeah. minds. Everybody, I would have been. I would have had the longest track if I had brought in uh, "Fight the Power" parts one and, and two. two. I only did one. Oh. Let me see. Yeah, Ted definitely. Yeah, your longest song, Mike, was only four minutes and twenty three seconds. I'm keeping it tight in this place. You are, man. Like a horn section, like a good horn and section. That was, by, I keep that it was tight. by the band we never even heard of, Dan Coffee and the Detroit Guitar Band. Yeah, the longest song. <laughs> No, Ted, Dennis Coffee. Dennis Coffee. Give him a shout out. You have to remember he might that, be dead now. You have we to have remember no that I, my vision is blurred That's and right. my speech is slurred. 
Uh, that's my band, Slurred and Blurred. Slurred and Blurred. Um, and Ted wins with uh, One Nation Under a Groove. By, oh, that's, that's a whole album Delic. side, that's isn't it? Very long it's song, 729. I, I love it. All right, Mike Siegel. Okay, we're back to me. Um, Change gonna, my mind. You're just going to play one more. Okay. One more? <laughs> yeah, I can't. Okay. You, yeah, you're I don't about think to pass I can continue. out. I have to drive home. Well, first of all, I'm going to, uh, for who I don't play, I'm going to give uh, apologies to your home state, Ted. You didn't play the Ohio players of oh, all yeah. people. I had Love Roller Coaster on here, but Very good. I didn't. Uh, I did go with OJs who from Ohio, so I did okay. try to represent, but no, right. Ohio players are so definitely. So I'm giving a shout out to give some Ohio love. Earth, Wind, and Fire, I played some Maurice White produced stuff. I didn't. Uh, I brought in one of theirs. Going to get rid of play, them. Play your funky music because I did that. Play the funky music. He did that, and I'm going to play this one. This was uh, uh, with uh, Rufus with Chaka Khan. Right. This is one of my favorites. Oh, this is a great. Chance. Tell I, me something good. I was kicking myself. Great song. Mm-hmm. Written by Stevie Wonder. Was it? Yes, Stevie Wonder. I looked up Shaka Khan today. I think she's she's only fifty-seven, and I thought she was going to be a lot older than that. Doesn't seem like she'd be in the same decade as me and Ted. Classic. Don't Great talk. Song. Don't talk right now. I have to go piss again. We're just going to take a what? I'll edit this part. We're, out. we're on our last song. I know. I'm going to piss my pants. <laughs> I'll edit this part. Out. It's like a delicate girl. Oh like my a god. Tiny flower. We're going to talk about him while he's in there. It's like a. He's like a little princess. The time on the clock can't be right, can it? Oh, uh, it is. Yeah, it is. Holy crap! I was going to tell Chip. Hey, we'll probably go. We'll probably be done about nine ish. Are you gonna? Are you, We're no. gonna meet up for a beer or something. Okay, you don't live over here anymore. No, I don't. I never lived over here. You never lived over here. Mm-mm. So where are you? Over by Wilshire? I'm over uh, by you. Over by Wilshire, though. You're close to Wilshire. I don't trust him to like cut all this out. By the way, I, uh, <laughs> I don't even think he's gonna. <laughs> yes, I live in the city. I live in the city. I'm not gonna say big enough for you people. Town. Yeah, Wilshire's a long street. What was the last concert you went to? Oh if, my god! You're a father now. You probably don't get out as much. Uh, nope. I've seen Wicked twice with my daughter. That's that's <laughs> okay. the kind of guy. <laughs> and I got tickets to Book of Mormon next month. A friend of month. mine tried to pass her tickets to me, and I, I couldn't swing it. But I want to see it. Yeah, I me mean, too. I've heard crazy. I've heard good things. Those guys are nuts. Uh, Trey and those uh, what's his face? But um, well, if there was, concert, I can't remember. What was the what's the one band that you wish you could you always dreamed of seeing and you never. Did it. So wait a minute. Do you guys continued with podcast conversation while I was gone? Well, not the whole time, but uh, well, okay. I don't trust you to cut all this out. So I'll I check thought it. I okay. Would, uh, Go ahead. Ask the question. How was uh, that pee, by the way? Look, it's uh, crystal clear <laughs> and uh, coming out like a racehorse. Is there a band that you wish you would have seen and you still have never seen? What's on your bucket list for a, a guy? Now, now that I'm or a band. Yeah, I would say Sly and the Family Stone. I think I would have liked to have seen them. Yeah. 
when they were in their yeah. prime. When I was a kid, because I, I remember he he co-hosted the Mike Douglas show for a week. Oh, Do you remember wow. Mike Douglas? Yeah, look God that up on YouTube. 70s. That's got to be on YouTube. Yeah. Right? Len, Lennon was on there. Lennon, Lennon and Yoko. Co-hosted, yeah. He co-hosted, and yeah. uh, that was the thing about him is that he was you know he was just like he was square, out of his mind. He was a square guy, talk show host, but he would get these co-hosts on. Yep. I think he had prior co-hosts with him. Yep. And, it was just a phenomenal concept. And that was on during the day. Though. Yeah, yeah. But these, you know, these... Bored housewives watching, you know, right. Jimi Hendrix walk out there. Like, what is what is happening? But I would say, yeah, Sly Stone probably would be uh, like a band I would like to see. What about you? Yeah, what about oh, you? God, Don't say back. the Beatles. <laughs> My band... Okay, mine, for me, there's two bands I never got to see. One band I'm going to kind of see in the summer, but I, I never saw the Ramones. And I never saw Queen, but I do. I do have a ticket to see Queen plus Adam with, Lambert yeah. this summer. So I still have not seen the Rolling Stones. I still have not. <sighs> Mike like and I went. To, we almost went, but we refused to pay six hundred dollars. Yeah, Mike, my, me, and Mike, and my, one of my other co-hosts, Murray Valeriano, we went down to see the Stones. And I, think I have we, a limit. I, I mean, come we, on, we, six, I think five, we could have no. got in for two fifty that night, and we we chose not to. Well, we thought we could do better. Yeah, and we, it turns but out now, we could not, at the uh, Staples Center. Yeah, but now I I wish Probably. we would have at the time. I wasn't going to pay that. Yeah, but I think. In retrospect, now we should have paid the two because I really don't know if uh, if they're going to come back. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, they could die at any, any moment. Yeah, and they actually just postponed a bunch of dates because oh, really? uh, at the time of oh. this, at the time of this recording, because uh, Mick's uh, longtime girlfriend committed suicide. Yeah, so. that's a drag. Well, that's, on that note, now, uh, Ted, Ted uh, what are you going to close it up? Now, with? Ted, here's what's going to happen: you're going to play one, and then I'm going to use one of these for the playout song of the whole episode. I'm going to do some business after we play this one. Which and song then, do you want to do? do you, um, you pick I the will, one that you want? Uh, pick the one you want. Well, I, I guess I'll just, I'll just pl- I'll play us out with that one. Okay. So okay. what do you want to play next? It's up uh, to you. I've never heard this song. Okay, yeah, that's that's a, that's a unreleased. It's actually an unreleased an song. unreleased song? Yeah. That I think is very funky and... Uh, Worth a listen to. All right. Well, let's, uh, this is the second time you've played this artist today. If you think you've heard everything by this artist, which is easy to think. I don't think you have. You haven't. So this, this song is called Monkey Business, and then you try to figure out who the artist is. It's actually a monkey. It's, it's a big clue. Oh, yeah, I guess it would be. You're right. It's just nasty. It's just sound like the guy that it is. Now Robin Thicke? No. Okay. This guy's no longer with us. Oh. Can I get a year on it? It says 2004, but it was on a box set. Wow, this really doesn't sound like the no, guy. No, that's one of the reasons I think it's a great song. Don't just know stuff in me. Your brother's got 
Michael Jackson. Here yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The little falsetto there gave it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Jackson's song's called Monkey Business. All right. What album is that? Is it's that from the, the um, It's from the box set and it was never released. The oh, Ultimate okay. Collection. I wonder how much stuff is in the when are they going to purge that catalog a little bit more? I don't know, but got to be a million. You know that family's going to squeeze every dollar out. Well, yeah, Randy needs money. Yeah, he damn right he does. And and even the last the last album that they released after he died, there was at least 3 singles that were air-friendly pop ditties that could have been for some reason the you know, they just don't play him on the radio anymore. And then yeah. it's sad. It's sad. It is sad. Because he's, you know, he's, he's, he shot himself in the foot so many ways. Yeah. But you know, you know, I'm no fan yeah, of him personally. And, I I, and I'm but even telling you that it's sad. We're not going, we're not going to go down that road. No, no, I think I've been very, yes. I haven't said anything. Know, but just but, listening to the, uh, you just see what an incredible, just like a, he was a prodigy. Yeah. You know, you, you hear the ABC stuff. Yeah. You know, the, all the Jackson, just, si- yeah. Jackson 5 him. stuff, and then I played... Uh, I love the Jackson sides also. Jackson, yeah, the dancing machine <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, you're like, uh, what was he, 14 when right. he did that? And you're like, my God, that's amazing. Well, when your dad uh, whips you with a switch yeah, every yeah, day... you, you beat you, him into shape. That's you, right. sing, you sing it up. Uh, it's a sad story. Discipline. Right. Sad story. And by ahead. the way, you know in the movie, uh, Freddie Boo Boom Washington beats him. Yeah. That's it's Joe Jackson right there. Uh, let me do some business uh, real quick. Hi and then, there, and then, Michael. And then I'll let you guys... Uh, <laughs> We'll find out where to find everyone else. Hi uh, there. Uh, first of all, uh, coming up uh, this weekend, this Saturday, May 31st, uh, come see Rock Solid Live at the Limestone Comedy Festival. Show's going to be at 10 p.m. We're at the Comedy Attic. My co-hosts are going to be Brad Wilhelm and Matt Holt, comedians uh, from, uh, from Bloomington, uh, who are gigantic Bruce Springsteen fans. And that's going to be the topic of the night uh, the music of Bruce Springsteen. Also, head over to uh, www.rocksolidpodcast.com. Uh, that's the uh, that's the blog spot. It was created by Jason Wilcox. It is maintained by Andrew Rich. He is doing an amazing job with uh, cataloging each and every episode, and we thank him so much for doing it. It's really cool. He injects some of his own humor, and we're really excited about it, that it's back up and running. Uh, there's also a donation button. So fucking throw us five bucks. Come on. I had to buy a song because Siegel forgot a song tonight. So throw me five bucks. You can listen back to this and realize just how slow and deliberate you're trying to oh, say oh, all this try- because I'm you're really wasted. concentrating so bad. Uh, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Rock Solid Show. Like us on Facebook. Uh, thanks to Glenn K. Ammo for today's artwork. And... Um, Mike Siegel, where can we? Uh, where can the folks find you? I'm at Funny Mike on Twitter and Travel Tales Pod on Twitter, and my podcast is the Travel Tales Podcast at TravelTalesPodcast.com. Do you ever feel like putting funny in the name of your Twitter is uh, that you really got to live up to that? Now? You know what? It was a lot of pressure. Now that I look back on it, because at the time I couldn't get my own name on uh, for my website or anything else and there's there's yeah. a Mike Siegel who's a radio guy out yeah. of Seattle yeah. and he took all the all of it. Yeah, and there's a Pat So Francis. I grabbed that and then it's like 4 years, 5 years, 7 years down the line mm-hmm. you think, "Oh god, people are going, "Oh, hey, funny Mike." Yeah. And so now I'm on Twitter, I'm Pat underscore Francis because and this kind of ties in with the theme of the show. Uh, Pat Francis is a is an African American female televangelist. Oh, really? So I can't get Pat Francis. I just burped right in the mic. How's <laughs> That's not good. You never watch. Uh, you never watch. Uh, a, a Larry King never burped into the mic. 
No. Ted, you're on Twitter. Where Tell can us we, Oklahoma. Where, where can we find you, Ted, on uh, Twitter? I'm fortunate because my uh, Twitter is just at Ted Lied. Wow. L-Y-D-E. Just no underscore, no anything. I didn't even know you were on Twitter until this very day. I followed you uh, under the Rock Solid and the Pat I'm Francis. I'm Twitter savvy. I'm mm. too long-winded. I, I, I am hilarious on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, you are hilarious on Facebook. <laughs> but it's because you... I get to talk and say yeah. many words. But Edit, buddy. Edit yeah, it down. I, can't, I cannot think of anything... Pertinent or funny to say in 140 characters. I can't find a way to say it. Well, it's an it's it's an editing tool for yourself. Yeah. So tell tell me. So you're at Ted Live. At Ted Live. L Y D E. Yeah. So if you want to join, uh, I think I'm I'm up to 102. <laughs> and Ted, like I, friends or likes I'm, or whatever you call I, the people. I'm hoping followers. By, I'm, followers. Okay. I'm hoping by the time this airs that you are also. Uh, uh, Hosting your own podcast, I think that we are we we are getting a significant enough uh, return on our yeah. taxes that I'll be able to because purchase the equipment that I need. To, Will that be the Funk Time pro, uh, <laughs> podcast? Because uh, to to uh, just so you know, this uh, today it's March twenty sixth. This show will air on May 29th. <laughs> there you go. By then, you I just pulled the, you've just pulled the curtain back on uh, all this. Who stuff. cares? I'm drunk. You're going to cut that out. Do you guys, oh, have, we didn't, do we, you guys have a question for the uh, what it we, is I box think we set? Should do it, I think we should do it at the, uh, you're going to post it on Twitter or something. You want me to just, okay. And Tom- then we'll come up with a good Tomorrow, one. Tomorrow, check you your Twitter feed. There will be uh, a funk-oriented question. You answer that question. I'll throw you into the, into the hopper with the first 10 correct answers, and then we'll draw that out, and someone will win the what it is, funky soul, and rare grooves. Box set donated by Mike Siegel. Four CDs, folks. Four CDs. Tons of how many songs are on here? Let me see. Four uh, CDs. I believe they call it a shitload. They call it a shitload. There you I'm go. Tell you what, twenty-seven songs on one disc. Uh, twenty-one, twenty-one, and uh, twenty-two. So. Uh, <laughs> Tell you what, add all that up. That's your question. I'm going to have you drink on every show. <laughs> I know. This is going to be great. They're all going to be three hours. Uh, Kyle Dotson, I thank you for doing this every Kyle's week. Kyle's not here. You know that. T- yeah, I'm thanking him because this is a okay, fucking good. hard job to play songs. <laughs> okay, that's it. Uh, Ted, thanks for coming. Mike, thanks, thanks for Ted. coming. It was my pleasure, guys. And bringing, was, uh, it was fun. Bringing my Coors beer. It's sure. Phenomenal. I'm going to play this out with this one. This song is from 2003. And again, when I see this song is from 2003, I swear that it was just... Three years ago that Mike Schmidt told me, dude, this is the best song ever. Outcast. find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time 
Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.